0: This has been Brode and you're watching Born to Be Wild.
1: Greeting, traveler.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, Nate Wolf. joining me as always, a couple of my favorite people. So, Mr. Mike
0: Lowe, how are you doing tonight?
1: Yo, I'm doing fantastic. Tonight's going to be lit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm real excited. And uh, Hydra, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing Excellent. I'm super stoked. we got so much to talk about, and I'm just really happy to be here and can't wait to get going.
2: Yeah, me too, me too. Okay, so I'm super excited uh, to announce our special guest for tonight. So we've got with us consistent and longtime top wild legend, streamer, YouTuber, content creator, and coach. It's Jack. Jack, welcome to the show.
3: Oh, I like the sound of that. Thank you. Thank you
1: for having me. Yes, Welcome. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's uh it's good to have you. So um I, I will say like I've been following you for I don't probably years. That sounds creepier than it actually is. But <laughs> 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 But um but I, I know like recently you've kind of like popped up more on the scene as far as like consistent streaming and coaching and and um your YouTube channel and everything. So I I'm really excited. It's always good when we've got people in the wild community who were Uh, Just have have a a good presence. And so I'm just really excited to have you. So, Mm -hmm. uh, hey, for for those of our uh, listeners or people watching the show live or on YouTube, can you um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started playing Hearthstone or or anything about yourself that you want to share?
3: Yeah, sure. I think my Hearthstone origin story is not like many of the other perhaps like top players, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. So I played a lot of overwatch, right? I was a huge overwatch player and I played it Um, Just I I've always played FPS games. That's been my thing. You know, I'm pretty good at them I was just shy of master and overwatch not my best game, but I had a lot of fun playing it Um, and You know one day I was super bored. I didn't want to play overwatch I didn't have friends online at the time and hearthstone was the next game over in the Blizzard client. And so I said, you know, card game that mm. I had played magic like just in person, very casually with friends before. They'd bring me their deck. I'd play it. So I said, okay, you know, I'll try it out. Oh. And at yeah, first, like I, <laughs> crack. I was like, I was like, Sorry. this is kind of cringe. You know, <laughs> this is like a children's game. Um, But, <laughs> you know, I was kind of like off put by like how creepy and like weird Millhouse Mana Storm was. I was like, what? I was like, what am I playing? But uh, I just kept playing it for whatever reason, you know. I really liked it. And eventually I played it enough to where I got better at it than than all of those other games that I'd played for so long. And it became mm. my main game eventually.
0: Did you get to the point where Milhouse Manastorm pyroblasts you?
3: In the tutorial? Does that <laughs> I don't yeah. think I made it that far. I think I picked up on it enough not to be pyroblast. I only learned about that
0: recently. Somebody mentioned it on like a different show or something like that, and so I started a new account just to see if it was true, and yeah, it's true.
3: If I did, I blocked it out for sure. <laughs>
0: just
2: you wait till I've got 10 mana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome hey so i a lot of times we will ask people who are on the show um how did you come up with your username and i think you kind of like me and mike it's like hey that's just my name right (laughs) it's very very creative but i see yours has what it's a it's a bunch of initials right so is there does that stand for anything special or
3: yeah so it's actually just my initials and then skate um when (laughs) i was in sixth grade my mom made me an email she made me a Gmail, so I just doxed myself there because y'all can do the math. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, she just made me an email, and that was that. So I've used that username ever since. I've never wanted to change it because it's just my username on everything. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, people often think that it's, that it's Junior something, it's not, but I, I really don't mind. I don't expect anyone to understand what it is, so all the various inc- incorrect pronunciations are yeah. no problem. I, I find them pretty entertaining. Uh, one streamer that I that I host on occasion still thinks I'm Junior H Skate. <laughs> <laughs> I like junior that. I like Skates. the sound of that, honestly. <laughs> I don't Here's the real it. question.
0: Do you skateboard?
3: I did skateboard a lot at the time. Um yeah. I could still okay. skateboard now. Like if I wanted, I would have no problem using it as a method of transportation, but I think a lot of the, the finer technical details would <laughs> do be gone a by flip. now. <laughs> I I could never do a kickflip, even when I was skateboarding a lot. You know, I was it was always uh it was always on, you know, ramps and verts and stuff like that. Never oh, never any never any ground tricks. I was I think I was too small to uh <laughs> Yeah, would you're uh, that
0: young, uh, your legs are too short to do the flip
3: trip. <laughs> and I didn't and and you know, they might they might still be too short now, let's be honest. I <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <That'd> be <laughs> but I didn't want to get hurt either. I you know, it's much easier to not get hurt doing the other stuff. I I was always super scared and very concerned for other people's like disregard for their safety while skateboarding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got hurt and I didn't like it, so I, I always I was I was always padded out. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is, is I had, people had the impression that like you don't wear pads because people make fun of you, but everybody yeah. was like, dude, that guy's smart. Look at how smart that guy is. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's true. Nobody was ever <laughs> rude to me because I wore pads. I was just the person who didn't get hurt.
0: See, that's the thing. If yeah. you, there's a weird difference between being a street skater. Like if you're a street skater and you're wearing pads, everybody laughs at you. But if you're doing ramp skating, like it's. Totally normal to wear a helmet and pads. Mm-hmm. So, like,
3: and I usually times,
0: don't get made fun of for that.
3: I can think of times where I went up on a ramp and fell on my head, and I'm not sure that I wouldn't have died if I, if I wasn't wearing a helmet. <laughs> oh, man.
4: There you there go. go. <laughs> but I was fine.
3: I was fine. I remember, <laughs> I think my dad was watching me one notable time in which I just fell very far onto my head, and he was like, are you fine? I was like, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... I quit for the day but <laughs> <laughs> wow and now i'm a hearthstone pro instead of a magic pro that's,
0: <laughs> that's awesome so when you got into mm-hmm. overwatch um was that the first blizzard game you played or did you play any other ones before uh-huh. Or was it just first-person shooters that got you into Overwatch?
3: Yeah, it was just first-person shooters, um, and Overwatch was just the up-and-coming game. I think before that, it was PUBG and and CS:GO. Um, yeah, I was I was much better at at um, PUBG than I think the other games. I was like leaderboard player. Um, I I had my own way of playing. There's like an old clip up on my channel that I'm still very proud of that has like 10 views. Of me <laughs> of me beating a four person squad in an open field in PUBG to win the game. Oh. It's, it's really good. I okay. encourage people to go to my oldest videos and check it out because <laughs> I'm still proud of that one. But always an FPS player, but I think just the strategy appealed to me. I love all strategy games, right? Whether it's uh board games in person, I, I love board games. Uh I played a ton of chess when I was in high school. Ooh, okay. Um, so anything strategy, I found super compelling. And, you know, FPS games absolutely have that. Um, PUBG more so than maybe, like, Overwatch in terms of individual strategy. And so Hearthstone, yeah, the, the, that definitely appealed to me.
1: Hey, so you said you love board games. Uh, question. This, this, might, this might move your needle emotionally. Mm-hmm. Are you the t- kind of person... To finish Monopoly all the way through, or are you jumping out halfway in the <laughs> game?
3: I I finish and I play by the rules, and I make sure everybody else plays by the by the rules too.
1: We I like that. We okay. do it
3: with auctions, though. Yep. I though one thing that I used to do is we used to put all the money in free parking, knowing it wasn't part of the rules, but for fun. Now mm-hmm. fifty dollars max, fifty bucks just for fun. But anything beyond that, it breaks the game. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, <laughs> I am the best Monopoly player. You guys have no idea. Ooh, I've been okay. I've been trying to bait Corbett into playing uh, <laughs> the new Monopoly game with me on street. Yeah. You know, I I'm a I'm a wheeling dealer. I'll make you think you just got the best deal in the whole world. You you come around the board and you're bankrupt. That's how it's, many players
1: is it? Uh, I, think I think it's eight. It's like up to up eight to or eight, something. Yeah. Yeah, it's eight. Yeah, I love Monopoly. Have so, you I um
2: have you used virtual what is it, virtual board game or whatever it's called at all?
3: Oh the, or a virtual tabletop, tabletop. simulator yeah, yeah, yeah tabletop yeah, yeah, yeah. simulator, yeah, I actually played um me and my friends who used to i used to live in North Idaho and now I live in Phoenix, but a bunch of friends that I had in north idaho i actually we we did a virtual poker night during uh when like lockdowns mm. were you know more prevalent than they are now. Uh, yeah. So, we, we did a, a virtual poker night, and it went really seamlessly. Like, we played a lot more poker than we would have got done in person. And wow. And it didn't feel too weird after a while. Like, it felt like mm. we were all hanging out at a table. Um, yeah. And just being able to, like, click to shuffle and click to deal was the coolest thing. I was like, <laughs> I don't know why we meet in person. So why
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, um... I yeah, have you heard of a game called Bang? Never. Oh, God, I got to send it to you. It's so fun. It's a, ta- it's a tabletop, but essentially... Sounds fun. So so here's the premise, right? It's, up, I think, minimum minimum four players up to eight. but But essentially, one person is the sheriff, and everybody knows who the sheriff is. And then all of the other players, their roles are hidden. And you can either be a renegade or a band, like a, what is it, the renegade... Uh, like a bandit or something, or, um, or, uh, like a sheriff deputy. But, but nobody knows. Oh, that is the infamous cat. Hold on. (laughs) What's, what's the, what's the cat's name?
3: Longhouse.
2: Longhouse. Is it a boy or a girl? A boy. That's a boy name. Yeah. Okay. He is very handsome and a little chubby. I love it. Thank
3: you. He's on, he's on diet food. So, Mm. um, it took us a while, but we finally found something that'll help him drop the pounds without, uh, making my life a living hell so
2: <laughs> he looks so happy i have he's two cats a, i uh, i love he, cats
3: he's, he's putting up with me right now but he's but he's a good boy for, for doing it so
2: Aww. that's good oh <laughs> uh, that's he's so cute all right so yeah so here's um so everybody knows who the sheriff is but all the other roles are hidden and mm-hmm. everybody has different goals right um the outlaws want to kill the sheriff uh, the Renegade wants to be the new Sheriff, so he wants to kill everybody else and then the deputies want to protect the sheriff but everybody 's roles are hidden and so when you start out the game there 's this big stack it 's all cards. Uh, you start out with this um, stack of cards, and everybody chooses a character, and the character has like special abilities it 's like hey, when you get shot, you can draw a card when you get shot, you can roll the dice or you can flip a card and it might miss you know or or there 's stuff like that. Or there's one you know if a character dies you get to take their cards, Um, and uh, God it's just it's really fun. I don't know I we we should I need to see if it's available on tabletop simulator but it's so
0: fun. They should make Uh, an Among Us mode with all those.
2: It's I mean it's sort of it's the same idea right where it's like, uh you know everybody's trying to kill everybody else but you don't really know why.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and anyways um sounds fun it's very fun if it's available on tabletop simulator i will quit hearthstone and just play that all the time (laughs) i'm just joking but i uh it's it's good it's good (laughs) um so jack i have a question for you Mm -hmm. uh you are much more successful at youtube than we are so how do we get what is your what is the secret to your success as far as like putting out content goes is it just oh, is it consistency am... is it are you just do you just bait people with keywords or so what is I'm,
3: it? I'm so glad you asked because i can literally monopolize the entire rest of the podcast telling you exactly what you need to do and the fact that you asked i am so excited because <laughs> i offer this information unsolicited to every person i can no matter what i will tell anyone and everyone this advice and nobody listens and the fact that you asked Means that you're at least mildly interested in what I have to say.
2: I'm interested and I like we I know Raffle from way back when, when we were doing uh, Into the Wild and we had him on a few times and this was before he like exploded huge and he was just a little streamer and playing some meme decks. And then the other day I look over at his channel and there's eight bazillion subscribers and he posts a video yesterday and it gets thirty thousand views. I'm like, Holy crap, what happened? Um and so I'm sure there's a science behind it. I just don't know what it is. So, yes, please, yes. Uh, I would love to be enlightened by this.
3: Okay, so uh, I will give you specific advice uh, relating to your channel. And some of this is going to be, like, super frank. But uh, but I promise you, it's it's none of this is a judgment of your content. It's just going to be, like, what works on YouTube and what doesn't. Like, some things explicitly work and some things explicitly do not work. Um, yeah. And... I don't know everything like that should be said because sometimes I will put a ton of work into a video. I'll title it perfect. Like I don't want to change a word and it will bomb. Like nobody will watch it compared to my other ones. So I'm constantly reminded all the time that I don't know anything, but I know a couple of things. Um, so the the first thing I would say is that um, the, the thing that the, the thing that you need to be actively doing is every time you click on a YouTube video, look at that title and ask, what made me click on this video? So if I go to my YouTube homepage right now, um, I curate my YouTube homepage like very carefully. Um, you know, I say I'm not interested in this video. I like this video, um, and and yet, like you'll still see that that very significantly, that the videos that that get recommended to you are ones that you want to click on. And if I and if I look through here, you'll see some titles that really make you want to click and some that don't. So if you click on, like, especially a Hearthstone video, make note of that. You, okay. Your titles have to be very clickable, and they have to be something that if I don't know you, I have no idea who you are, I click on it anyway. So, one thing that I've seen for a lot of small channels is they'll be like, I can't believe this happened to me. Well, if you're Casey Neistat, people are going to click on that. You know, if you... But if you're, you know... 20 subscriber people don't care what happened to you it could be the most interesting (laughs) thing in the world but i have no idea who you are so it doesn't compel me to click um so you have to make titles that are that are very clickable and appealing to a new audience like you should never make a video uh that only appeals to your current audience unless you have like a strong desire you're like i have to make this video and the other thing is that um In terms of consistent uploads, like, yes, uploading very consistently is good. Um, But, you can't have any duds. It's more important to upload uh, banger after banger than to upload consistently. There are a lot of channels that, that started within the past couple years, but the first video they uploaded was a banger. And the second video they uploaded, another banger. And the third video they uploaded, another banger. And so they just keep going. And YouTube says, every time I recommend this to new people, they keep clicking. So it does it, right? Like, they do what gives them the most watch time and clicks. YouTube will just automatically prioritize that. So making good videos is actually something that the YouTube algorithm wants you to do. And you should make good videos, but also, like, make people who don't know about them click. So if you have a video and you're like, I don't think too many people are going to watch this and you don't have a great title for it. Don't upload it. It will do it will do more harm for your channel than than good by uploading that video. Cuz if you're thinking like, "Oh, maybe one new subscriber I'll get out of this video." True, but on the next video, YouTube might show it to 20 new less people because they know that people aren't clicking on these videos very much. Huh. Uh so That's brutal. Oh my god. It's it's brutal, but like I, and so that's why i'm saying like i don't mean this as like a judgment on anyone's content because i think that youtube shouldn't be so mean about you uploading a, mm-hmm. a video that didn't do too well because it, it it it's it hurts enough for me to see that a video was like my worst performing of my last 10 but it also hurts more to know that now my next video has to be even better it, otherwise i'm gonna start like you know, yeah. falling off no, on but YouTube slowly.
2: It's not personal, though. It's it's a computer... Like, it's an algorithm, like you said, you know? Um yep. It's really so, interesting, though. Okay. So,
3: like, when I'm looking at your channel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want to stick with what works. So, if you have a video that's doing really well, do it again, you know? If, if, if you tapped into something with a video, come back to that, because that's valuable. That's going to teach you something.
2: Um, no, I mean, it's interesting that you bring that up, right? Because I think... Um uh, like with podcasting, it, we found that it was very important to be consistent, right? At least to do. We do the show every Friday at 6 p.m. We release the audio and the video every Saturday morning, like clock, like clockwork, Because and people can tune in. They know when it's at, right? And so the initial thought was hey does this translate to youtube like do i want consistent content and then we start seeing the views like yeah hey, i'm making content but like does anyone want to watch this like playing mm-hmm. through the book of heroes type stuff like nobody really cares honestly like we get like six six ten fifteen views or something yeah. and then last week i got the bug to be like hey you know what i'm gonna make a like a q block video and we'll play through the cube block, and I'll explain all my moves and everything, and like just bam, here's you know whatever it is, two hundred views, and mm-hmm. and that's that's small for a big for a big time person, but for like smaller channel, we noticed a dynamic shift from the normal content, and so it was like, oh, clearly this works versus the other stuff. So
3: like, let's make more of that, right? Yeah, and, um, and so another thing and 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 i this is just the tip of the iceberg so let just cut me off and 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 we can move this to non-podcast talk at some point if you feel like it wouldn't be interesting enough for the viewers but i feel um, like
2: you're a life coach too this is pretty great
3: yeah <laughs> I mean, so i i yeah keep talking good okay sure so uh, another thing is um a lot of people are super concerned about like keywords keywords is a big deal. And so I see that a lot of your videos start with Wild Hearthstone, which is which is it's it's good. It's thinking the right sort of thing. But the the truth is is that anything in your title is going to get indexed regardless. So your title needs to lead with the thing that pulls people in. And if your title is so good that it pulls people in without having to say Wild Hearthstone, then don't put Wild Hearthstone in. That sometimes if you if you look at the videos that that blow up on YouTube, right? The videos that do 10 times the amount of viewers as you have subscribers, those are the videos that have the perfect title that don't have a word extra. Um I think one good example of this and he admitted it admitted to it himself was Veritasium. He had one video that did like 20 30 million views this year and it was him sitting on top of a boat Surrounded by these black shade balls on top of like the LA reservoir and the it, it and it looks crazy it looks insane and the title is Why is this? Well, it's like why are there 20 million balls on this reservoir or something like that? And you're like what why are there 20 million balls everybody who sees that has to know So the best type of title is a title that promises that you will learn something But it doesn't tell you what you're gonna learn this is something that happens really subtly, but there are a lot of videos on YouTube where inexperienced creators will give away the video in the title. So I can do this on my homepage as well. I can, I can show you a video that follows this pattern and, and, fo- and doesn't follow this pattern. Um, so like, Solemn has a video that has 87,000 views from a month ago. The title is, Hearthstone is not what it used to be. Okay? Sure, Hearthstone is not what it used to be, but what do you mean, Solomon? Yeah, why? Why is it different? Click. So so the best titles, and and this is the, the most simple way to do it, but there are many forms of it, is just to ask a question that you literally answer in the video. Um, There are also, like, metaphorical questions, right? It doesn't have... Like, you don't have to make every title end in a question mark. That would be, like, a weird repertoire for a channel. But there are... um. I'm trying to find some titles that are perfectly representative on mine and, oh, okay. So so here's here's one channel that actually does a perfect job of it and I'm recommended this channel and I know about it even though I'm not subscribed. And so it's Internet Shaquille is the name of the channel. And I think his most popular video of all time, it's, it's maybe the best title ever because it's so subtle. It doesn't seem like it's clickbait, but it works. And that is why are restaurant burritos better than homemade? (laughs) And you're like, I think I found, I think I found the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) no, but that's, that's the exact sort of thing that works. (laughs) And, and one thing that I do is I don't keep the titles to myself. Right. One, one thing that I have that's really benefited me is I have a homie who doesn't even play Hearthstone. And sometimes, if I can't get a title, I will send it to him, and he will tell me what the title needs to be. He's also a master in communications, so that helps, too. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but get yourself a homie who can mm-hmm. tell you what the title should be. And it could be someone who plays Hearthstone, it could be someone who doesn't play Hearthstone. And so, wh- one thing that I had recently is I had a video that I knew there was a good title for somewhere, and I didn't have it. It was where I played... I think a 25 legendary Reno mage in top 100. And I played four games and I won three and the, the one loss I conceded on one because it was quest mage. So, uh, so it was, it was good footage. I knew that it was inherently kind of interesting, but that the title would make or break it. And so I sent that, just that information that I told you guys to my friend and I told him, yeah, I think the deck would cost about 500 bucks if you, if you took the packs and, and, and made it, which is true, by the way. Someone in my comments said it wasn't true, so I did the math. It is true. <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> so I sent it to him, and he said, how many wins can a $500 deck buy?
0: I saw that that's where that came from. Oh, And it's okay. so
3: good that you guys got recommended it, too, because yeah. it's a good title. It's a yep. good title.
1: And yeah. So you so said 500. I was like, oh, he's going to talk about that video. Yeah.
3: Yep. And, uh, so that one was good. And then sometimes, like, you can lean into the irony of a clickbait title, and people don't really care. You know, one YouTuber that's really bad, and I mentioned him already, is Casey Neistat. If you follow him, his titles just are clickbait. That's kind of the YouTube meta, and people don't want to admit it, and other people are scared to do it. But at the end of the day, YouTube viewers understand. They don't care. And you can even tell them straight up, you're like, this is what I have to do to compete with everybody. And I really don't get too many complaints as long as people know what the video is going to be about. That's one thing that you have to accurately represent in the title is some semblance of what the video is going to be about so that people know whether or not they want to click on it. Which is yeah. fair. I think that's fair. Because I've had videos that were like not very clear about what it is. And it people click, but you don't get very good watch time. And if people don't stick around... The video Mm -hmm. will not do well. It doesn't matter if they click. It has to be a good video that keeps them engaged. Uh, So, so like, one one thing that I did recently is um, I did a video, One Simple Trick to Get Better at Hearthstone. And it's just a video of me. I think you saw it, Mike. I think you said some positive words about it. Mm -hmm. But it's just me walking around in my backyard talking about how to mulligan better. With the airplanes. Yes, with the airplanes, yes. there was like <laughs> ten in five minutes, um, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I didn't feel like filming in my bedroom. I wanted to get out and try something new, and so I did that. And the title is, it kind of leans into the irony of clickbait, but it works. You know, it mm-hmm. tells you what you're gonna get. Made it, me watch. It, it promises, but it also convinces you to click. And so, I think if I could summarize like the most important stuff down to like a couple sentences, it's prioritize watch time and click through rate at all costs. Whatever you have to do to get watch time and click through rate, those are the only metrics that matter. Um, Make titles that that draw people in, but don't give away the whole point of the video. Otherwise people will feel fat. Otherwise people will feel satisfied not having clicked. They'll feel satisfied that they know the content of the video without having clicked on it because that's just the way our brains work. We, we draw the conclusions. We know what it's going to say. It's so um,
2: counterintuitive, Jack,
3: because, like, I want to tell people everything.
2: Well, it, and so, I don't know. Like, I, I don't I went to law school, right? And what one of the things that they pushed through our brain, like, over and over is take some complicated thing and, like, simplify it in the easiest possible way. Or, you know, I'd have professors always tell me, don't give me a wall of words. Don't tell me in 10 pages what you could tell me in three. Like, yes. And so when I, a lot of times I'll do these titles and I'm saying like, Hey, this is Jane, a book of spells, chapter one, like playthrough, you know, it's like, it's, it's extremely clear what it is, but like, I, I, I totally see it. Like, can you beat this terrible boss,
3: you know, or what he, or secret tricks that you won't see elsewhere you know and the thing is (laughs) and the thing is you're gonna realize that the first time you try and do it you're gonna say this is impossible i I can't possibly make a title that people will click on and and it actually shapes your content for better or worse if you want to grow on youtube your content is shaped around creating clickable and watchable content um Mm. and that's that's just the game uh so a lot of people aren't willing to do what it takes um Hmm, i've told a lot of people and they simply don't want to go through all of the effort to to do to grow and i i don't think there's anything special about what i do right i a lot of my videos and i tell my viewers this are um unexceptional not the word i would use but unexceptional (laughs) is the word i'll use here um and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that because I give them good titles, I give them clickable thumbnails. For me, I've just found bright, colorful text works just fine, you know. I can put a lot of effort into a thumbnail, but if bright, colorful text gets the job done, I'd rather make my thumbnail in 30 seconds than 30 minutes. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's it really is about... Um, understanding what works, and then, like, prioritizing to do what works. And I think the one thing that I wanted to add to my short list of things that you have to do to grow is uh, don't upload any bad videos. Only bangers. Only bangers is the way that I would put it uh, succinctly. Uh, it, one thing that you have probably done yourself, if you spend a lot of time on YouTube, is you found a new channel that you liked, and then you clicked through their videos watching video after video, well, YouTube only does that if all of your videos are clickable, right? Because there's a lot of times where they want to recommend the most similar video to the one that you just watched, but the most similar video has to be clickable for you to say, okay, I actually want to continue clicking through and watching this channel. Uh, so, Interesting. So making every video like clickable and also... This is harder to do and this is something that I've had conversations with Solemn about is if you want to make money on YouTube and I think you you know when you become bigger this is more of a concern like my last month on YouTube I made 20 bucks 24 bucks I think it's <laughs> not nothing but it's also not paying you know it's not even paying my phone bill <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah yeah so it's not a big deal for me but you want people to come back to your content after you make it. So one big focus that Solemn has shifted to, and it, it it shows in the title that I mentioned among his most recent titles, is making evergreen content. A lot of Hearthstone YouTubers really fail to do this. Even the big ones, like like 1 million subscriber, 100,000 subscriber guys don't do this. So you don't have to do it, but making evergreen content can really benefit you in the long run because it means... It, it it leverages the primary advantage of YouTube, which is that people can find you at any time. So yeah. if I make a video and I'm about to upload this video, and if... I don't normally promote my videos too much, but if you're watching this podcast, this video is going to teach you a lot of things that you didn't know. Um, it's going to be like a Hearthstone deck tracker guide. And that video is going to be useful tomorrow, uh, <laughs> it's going to be useful a week from now, and it's going to be useful a year from now. So a year from now someone might want to learn like how to leverage more wins out of hearthstone deck tracker well my video is still going to be there and it's still going to be accurate but mm-hmm. if i upload a video today about fell reaver Reno lock you know that's probably not going to be meta in a month <laughs> it might not be meta in a month it might not be meta next week even yeah, and so yeah. a lot of <clears throat> content just isn't timely unless you specifically make it to be that way. Like a video about mulligans. Yeah, exactly. And and a video that doesn't commit you to any specific expansion or time frame. No, um, this is and-
2: really, it's really interesting. I, I, my son is eight years old and he, I don't know, this is, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, he was like, oh, I want to play Hearthstone. And I told him, all right, before you play Hearthstone, you watch these 10 videos by trump sc called uh trump's teachings That's and so i learned hearthstone and, too. and he will teach you how to play hearthstone he will teach you how to use weapons he will teach you how to you know what is it uh the saying is your life total is a resource and yep. all of these things like they're fundamentals of hearthstone like and he recorded them five years ago or whatever it is and um I, I I hear you now. Well, it makes me think. You know, I I think early on it was like let's pump out all the content, but like if it's not awesome content, then what's the point, right? Yeah, and also <laughs> so, you
3: you only have so many hours in a day, and you've only got so much mental energy. Yeah, it it you know I've I know that that it's really hard to put up consistent content. Like, that's good. Um, and <laughs> and and I don't know how much overlap there is, but for people who watch Zeddy a lot, Zeddy is the hardest working person I know on YouTube. That guy, um, he started around the same time I did, and he has 10,000 subscribers now. I think we both started at the very beginning of the year. I started in, like, December of last year, and he has 10,000 subscribers now. I have, I think, about 3,500 Um, And the the, the difference is is he uploads every single day. And also one thing that he does really well is he takes a video and if it does well, he leans into it. He comes back to that concept and he expands it. He says, you guys like that? Let me give you more and more Mm -hmm. and more. You know, let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this aspect, right? One thing he found that the tier lists worked really well on YouTube. And I did a tier list uh, and it did really well on YouTube. So he's on to something there. But he says, "Oh, you like tier lists?" And now he has like fifteen videos, all over ten thousand views, twenty thousand views, because people like the tier lists. And and it's also very clickable, evergreen content. You know, if if I wanted to know what Zeddy's favorite hero powers of all time were, well, then I'll definitely want to know what his favorite hero portraits are. You know, but I might not want to know what he thought about Hadronox Druid in November of twenty nineteen. You know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're right. That's really interesting. Well, and I will say we do the show because we love the community, you know, and, and enjoy playing the game and it's it's more about community, but at the same time, you know, I, I really agree with you on like time is time is money, right? Or there's only so many hours in the day. And do I wanna spend My entire weekend making content that nobody's interested in watching, like not particularly, I mean, I um, enjoy like playing through the game, you know, and doing stuff. But like if people don't want to watch it, that's fine. That's cool. I'm still going to play it anyways, you know, but like maybe we don't need to share it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm not necessarily, and I I don't want to speak for everybody here, but when we did the show, you know, it wasn't to like make money. It was like to enjoy the game and, and meet new people and spotlight members of the community and stuff. And, but like at the same time, um, I think that, you know, your content can go farther or you can reach more people with, with some of these things, you know, your YouTube algorithm,
3: so to speak. So, yeah and and one thing that a lot of people kind of get wrong when i share with them this is that it's not it's not a betrayal of your content or your followers to do this sort of thing like it and and in fact it it really is like the best thing that you can do for your community um if you have the the effort right i totally agree nobody gets into streaming to become you know like I didn't cu- I didn't start streaming because I was like I'm going to be as big as Dane one day, right? And it's possible that I like catch up to that tier of streamer one day, but when I found that like how important YouTube was. You know, who doesn't want a bigger community, right? Like and I think mm-hmm. for for you guys, right? For me, I'm just some guy playing Hearthstone, right? I want more people to watch me because it's, it's cool. Like the red number is bigger and more people (laughs) talk to me and, you know, of course I get more money. Like, that's awesome. Um, like all of those things are great. And, but for you guys who have like, you know, you're showcasing members of the community, you're producing like, like real quality content that people should see that keeps them up to date and all that sort of stuff. Like. It's not like you owe it to your community to do it because, you know, you don't owe anything to your community. But, like, if you want to get it out to more people, that's what you got to do. Um, and for me, like, yes, getting my content out to a bunch of people and having a bunch of people watch when I stream, that's important to me. Like, I, I, I don't try and hide that, you know. Like, I do this stuff to grow and and to uh-huh. get a bigger community uh-huh. Um and there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> the, um, but but also it's a lot of work it's so much work and nobody would blame you if you didn't do it because that's why people don't right there are so many people i would say most wild Hearthstone streamers have literally got this same lecture from me at some <laughs> point hey listen um, no you could take
2: this you could take this on the road i mean i'd pay
3: you pay money for this advice right i mean mm-hmm. yeah this is good stuff this is good stuff um I think that does cover everything about YouTube that I have to share, though.
1: Hey, one no, no. one quick thing. Um, I, I do like the way you put stream titles because uh you know, <laughs> two days ago you had a uh, you know streamers you should watch you know and um your boy made that list so uh <laughs> props uh, of course. appreciate that appreciate that yeah, yeah no I was, problem uh, I was hyped to see that um so, uh, who, who tagged me uh I forget who tagged me but um I was like on Twitter and Discord and I was like wait what. Because cause I'm subbed to you, and I saw the video come through, and I was actually going to watch it, but I didn't know I'd be on it. So then when someone tagged me and said I was in it, of course I ran to it faster, and I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course,
3: yeah. Well, I really wanted to do that because I, uh, it's the same thing that I've been saying. One, I knew that it would be useful, and two, things that are useful are good for your channel, right? If mm-hmm. people want to click on it and watch it, then it's good for me too. And I said, if you want to support the video, I didn't run ads on it. It's like a dollar that I missed out on, so I'm not like some sort of <laughs> saint or anything. Um, no, but that's but... <laughs> it
0: is useful because... You, do you know how many times I go on Twitch and I type in Wild Hearthstone because I'm trying to find somebody to yeah, watch? It, because it, it I'm not interested in watching Standard. I have it no used
3: way. to be like that for me too. And now, um, now pretty much any time that I'm on, I see multiple people... And this way, you know, I also have people to, like, host when I'm done. You know, I don't have to send people off to, like, another game because it's the only person I'm following.
1: Yeah. But I do want to say thank you for that video um, before we move on because ever ever since, literally up to, like, three hours ago, I just have been getting follows out of nowhere. But it's not out of nowhere. It's because of your video.
3: Hey, that's (laughs) that's awesome. It's crazy,
1: dude. I'm like, what the hell?
3: I don't know what your particular situation is, but I know that there mm-hmm. were a lot of people who really, like, they just started streaming. And to a lot of introductory streamers, getting affiliate is a big deal. And mm-hmm. to to many people, their friends will watch, a couple people will tune in, and especially wild people will just come to a wild stream, but they can't get the 50 followers. So yeah. I, said, I said, let's give all of these people a little bit of a boost because if that happened to me, I would, like, when I was starting, I would really appreciate it because there was... Um, I was always like growth focused, and I streamed at a good time, and I networked, but mm-hmm. um, there were still like two, three months where I streamed to like zero, then like three, and then like five, and then like ten viewers, and yeah. that sucks. You know, like <laughs> not not to be not to be no, rude yeah. to anybody no, who does blunt, that, yeah. but it does. If there's it like. Like when, when you know, I get hosted by someone big and there's like a bunch of people in chat, that's a lot more engaging for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. what everybody wants. So, you, you know, and I'm only live like three hours a day. So the other 21 hours are totally free for me to promote. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I will Yo, give that's... you.
2: Uh...
3: Oh, sorry. Go for it, Mike.
1: <clears throat> oh, real quick. Um, so just so you know, Jack, my scenario, I got affiliate like two and a half years ago. I was in a relationship that kind of slowed me down. So that's why uh, I had to jump off because, yeah, cause Nate, yeah, I was, yeah, I was promoting it like two years ago with Nate and all these guys doing podcasts. So I got affiliate. But um, so it's not it wasn't hard for me to get viewers. And don't don't be afraid about being blunt here because I'm blunt, too. No problem. Uh, you know, we get to be blunt since, since we can't curse. We got to be, be, be PG. Right. But like if you network, you use Twitter, you use Discord, you talk to people every day. Um, I come from doing sales. It's easier to sell to a friend than a stranger. So Mm -hmm. if you got friends, and it's like, hey, you know, starting up a stream, or I stream, come check it out sometime, help me promote it. It's no problem to come through. Like, there's so many of you guys I follow and hang out. Keith, you, Corbett, you know, like, there's so many guys who are in wild. Um, I've had Concern Mom drop hosts, Raids, Goku, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, all all the wild guys. So, like, sure, it's smaller numbers, but, like, if you network, like you said, the 21 hours you're off stream, you can easily get people to your stream when you're on.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one great thing about the wild community is that it, it is esoteric in many senses, but it also brings people together, right? If, if there's only, like, five streams, well, mm-hmm. everybody's going to be in one of those five streams, you know? Yeah, right. right. And, and, and less selfishly, um, mine and fellow content creators' efforts to expand our own territory has also grown wild in turn. I think I've I've taught a lot of people how to play Wild properly, which I'm very proud of. Um, and you know, I had a viewer this week. Uh, he he messaged me. He stopped in chat. He was like, "Hey man, I, I I just started playing Hearthstone four months ago, but I just started playing Wild this week due to your content." So we mm-hmm. brought that guy over, and he posted in my Discord today. First time legend. Wow! Oh, wow. Whoa! Damn! So you know, we're we're bringing people in, which well, is yeah, awesome. That's army. That's what Jack's we want, Harry. though. I mean, it. Uh, you know, it's the underrepresented
2: format. Uh, unfortunately, it often feels like Blizzard doesn't have a lot of support for it, or it's you yeah. know, and so. Um, but at the same time, I think that the community has been great. I mean, there there are your few, you know, salty dogs, but like for the most part, the wild community has been very supportive, very friendly, very engaging with each other, and I really like it and like it's all been very welcoming to me i mean most of the time i get friend requests after games they're not hate ones everyone so i get some i've got my fair share of uh, (laughs) uh, we've got a channel in the discord with with copies (laughs) of uh,
3: the hate mail that we get but oh you don't play the decks that i do nate that's oh you should have seen the stuff i got before i started streaming I'm sure
2: we'll probably get some we'll probably get some
3: hate ads uh, tonight. <laughs> See, that's that's the unfortunate part of being like known in the wild community is high legend yeah. becomes a bit of a mess because everybody knows who I am. So I don't get the hate ads anymore, which is too bad. Most people add me and they say, "Hey, I like your videos." And I'm like, "Oh, Thanks man but I could you just hate on me to be yeah. more interesting <laughs> Say something um, crazy <laughs> And then also like people are like oh I know who that guy is so like you know yeah. they, just, they can like look at my Twitch channel and like Oh yeah. you know what comes mm-hmm. of that uh so that happens too but you know I do want to say uh
2: some feedback for you Blue Train is a good friend of mine and I know that he's done some coaching with you and uh has known you for a long time and i watched um i mean i i number one i like the time that you stream because i'm more of a night owl i work all day Mm -hmm. and when i am doing stuff at night i like to have a stream in the background and typically at that late at night it's either you or mike or keith numbers uh concern mom slizzle and labore sangray it was like that's who's up. When I was watching you the other day and it was when Blue Train you guys were doing your coaching session on Odd right. uh Odd Paladin. And like dude, I loved that. It's free mm-hmm. coaching, man. Uh it was great. And yeah. so um I just to to pass that feedback along to you. Um and it's you know, it's really interesting because you take a deck that on the surface looks pretty straightforward but there's a lot of nuance in any of these decks you know
3: and sometimes there's less nuance than people realize because there are a lot of people that love to play optimally right like they are very (laughs) concerned with playing correctly and you know blue train is one of those guys right like he's um he's improved a ton since i first started um coaching him you know and i don't want to take all the credit because he's put a lot of work into improving Um, but now I see him, and you know, like half the time he's higher rank than me. If I played a bad deck recently, oh Um, damn! (laughs) And so, so the, but one thing that that I found with discard warlock is that there were so many turns in which overthinking was the enemy, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. (laughs) sending minions face was pretty much the correct play. I think about seventy-five to ninety percent of of of. Well, I, I would say about ninety percent of of every turn. I'm so only that. Stop thinking about it. Go face. Is yeah, you're you're going. That's they hilarious. Will they will trade for you.
0: They will trade for you. Just yep. get them in the face.
3: I'll never forget <laughs> that
2: advice from Top Deck Kings back when Tell was on, like years ago. It's like make your opponent trade. Um, anyways, <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Face is the place, yeah. So, um, but anyways, it's good content. It's good content,
3: man. And I, uh, yeah, assert your dominance. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, and and if there's anyone out there that that wants to pay for it instead of getting it for free, it's on my YouTube for free. But if you want to pay for it personally, um, you can contact me on Discord. So, Mm
2: -hmm. very cool. Um, I really. I'm enjoying the conversation, but there's a lot of news to talk about. So I sort of feel like we should transition a little
1: bit. Yeah. But, but Jack is here. (laughs) I'll give my take
3: on the news. How about that?
2: We'll just, uh, we'll just do another 10 hour, another 10 hour episode. Um, Okay. Well, just real quick before we transition, I want to say a quick thank you to our patrons, um, particularly Shokunin and Pug Ugly, who are the executive producers of our show. So thank you guys so much for the financial backing. Um, It really helps uh, pay the bills for the website and um, stuff like that. Uh, So thank you so much. And also thank you very much to Adam W. and Claudette G. uh, for being patrons of the show. We really appreciate your support. So yeah thank you Shout up
3: pug ugly also a coaching disciple much better player for it hey very but good very big good supporter
0: well one thing that we'd like to do is just to see what we've all been up to for the week so um i'm gonna ask you nate what have you been doing this week in life and in hearthstone
2: um i haven't played a ton of hearthstone unfortunately i kind of burnt out a little bit last week um i, I hit legend on day four this month and it was just like it took the life out of me a little bit and so um i I was playing a lot of hades and stuff but i got wrapped up this week in um really like did a deep dive into warcraft 3 and so i've made it now to the third campaign and it's just really fun uh i've been enjoying that quite a bit and i've been seeing um so we did the lore episode with goliath uh a while back we we did one and We've done two now, but anyways, there's so much lore in that game. And to see, um, you know, you see Arthas slowly turn into, um, you know, a death knight and the Lich King and all this stuff, like, it's really pretty crazy. And I'm like, oh, God, hey, there's Sylvanas. Oh, hey, there's Uther. Um, it's pretty. It's been pretty fun. Sweet. Uh, so that's about it. I mean, it's been pretty anticlimactic, but to be honest, that's pretty good sometimes. Yeah. Um, and uh, one thing, I mean, one thing that I did do, I mean, we already kind of talked about it, but um, it made a video about some this albatross Q block, which like, honestly, I don't even like the albatross in it, but was seeing a lot of Reno Priest. Um, but I hung out with Gold Daniel last night for two hours and we had, um, we spent the whole time talking about like, what is the quote unquote perfect Q block list? and there's a core, and then there's optional cards, and really just spent a lot of time talking through why should this be in the deck, why should this not be in the deck, what are the interactions, and um, and uh, did kind of a deep dive into it. And so I probably end up making a video this weekend on that because um, it was really good. And now, thanks to Jack, I have an awesome clickbait title called like what is the perfect Q block list? Or we found the perfect Q block list. Or do you yeah. want to know what the perfect Q block is? Me too. <laughs> but I won't say <laughs> me too. But I think it's some engaging, engaging conversation and, and, and decent content for, for what it is. But it made me kind of realize that after like, seeing what people are interested in like when you when we're posting videos like almost every day and it's typically like 10 views, 20 views and then you post one and it's 200 views it's like oh you know i mean those are small numbers to a big um you know platformer but like when you just look at the metrics compared to ours we we it was this is a 200% increase um like oh well that must be what people are interested in watching yeah um one so, thing
3: Oh, just just to add on to this, like mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. give you a tactic for like when I was smaller, this is something that 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 ha- that worked for me. Um, if you have like, let's say you have a long conversation, like two hours like I had with my my coaching with Blue Train. I think it was my very first Hearthstone YouTube video was basically just a VOD from stream. I don't even know if I cut out the time in between games. Like I think I left in the queues, but it was like two hours long. And Mm -hmm. if you can compel at least some fraction of people to watch the whole thing, and whatever you have to do to do it, that is huge. YouTube, the whole goal of any technology site, YouTube is one of them, but Twitch is another, Um, Facebook, you know, Instagram, all they want to do is keep you on the site for as long as possible. And YouTube is, is very good at that, um because they select for it so hard. Uh, right. Twitch happens to be naturally good at that. Like Twitch is like the like the highest like watch time site of like any site by individual user. It's absolutely insane. Twitch has such a dedicated community. But mm-hmm. YouTube is is second because it's videos. Yeah. And if you can convince like some small portion of the people who watch your video to watch it all the way through, YouTube will take note of that. And one thing I did is I just, I told people, I said, watch this video, let it play, you don't have to watch it. You don't just, have to watch yeah. it. Let it play. Because the- if, you, if you have, like, let's say you upload a video that would have gotten 10 views, but YouTube sees 8 of the first 10 watched it all the way through, they're not going to take the chance but to recommend it to more people. Mm-hmm. Because if there's any chance that they watch it for 2 hours like like the first 8 people did, I mean, you are set
2: it's really interesting that you bring that up because so I recorded that this first video, right? I did it for one hour. Like I, I didn't want to go past one hour because I thought, eh, that's about as long as I want to go for, for a video. But I left in, like I talked about the deck for t- about 10 minutes and then I played a bunch of it on the legend ladder and I talked through all the moves and what my thought process was. And I kept in, like I, i I'm, frankly, I did zero editing. I kept in the wins. I kept in the losses And the feedback that I got from everybody, including Reddit of all places, which I'm reluctant to ever even visit because it's usually pretty, it's just vitriol. But like all of the feedback was, hey, we really, number one, we like that you talked through all the stuff. But number two, we like that you kept in the losses also because a lot of times what they'd see people do is they use some deck spotlight and you only see the highlight reel right when somebody's like high rolling or you only see the wins and it sets this unrealistic expectation that hey i'm going to play this deck and i'm i'm going to win every single time mm-hmm. and and you don't catch the bad matchups and it was like oh i i, I it was insight that i hadn't considered that like oh people want to watch me lose with this and i think that you know there's something to it to say hey uh, could i have done that differently or did i play the best that i could and still lose and like you know it, but it was interesting feedback that i was surprised to receive so
3: there is actually a balance and i just remembered like two very quick things that i need to tell you about youtube and i know there's news to get to so i'll make it brief um <clears throat> actually three things so one is your viewers have no idea what they want they literally don't know anything and i would have <laughs> used much stronger language if i was allowed to you can press <laughs> a button. <laughs> your viewers don't know no. anything. I'm sorry, viewers, but you have no idea what you want. You don't even know what you click on, let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much stuff where you're like, I don't want to click on this because I don't want to support like this if it's a trash video, and then you click on it anyway. And you're like, okay, maybe that was good. <laughs> um, so like, listen to your viewers a little bit, but don't overestimate what they're saying. Because they, some people might say, I like the losses... But if the stats are worse on a video where you post the losses, go with the stats, right? The stats oh, no. tell the true story.
2: Yeah. Well no, 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 that reminds me. I mean, we played uh we played a deck one time with um, it Ben from work. And we lost. Oh, I mean, I swear to God, God. God. <laughs> we 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 <laughs> lost we lost like every match and every one of his decks,
3: dude. Bro Well
2: anyways <laughs> we so <laughs> but but that's what happened right we 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 literally like out of 10 games we maybe won one and and like we talked after us like dude i'm not posting this like i'm sorry like this was really fun i had a great time great people we enjoyed ourselves but like you want, who wants to watch a video of, of us losing you know like nine ten games in a row like <laughs> nope 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 nobody um and we ended up recording something different and like, it's just deleted it. It was pretty funny, but I, I yeah. mean, I hear you. So I, I mean, I, oh. I, I kept the losses in, but my, you know, it's still like, what is it? You know, four wins, two losses or something. I don't know. It, it was positive, ultimately positive win rate. Like no one wants to watch a video of you losing over
3: and over unless it's really funny, but. Um, Oh, okay. So the, the two more things about YouTube, these are just like small, minute things, but they'll help yeah. you. Um, so, the first thing is there is a right time of day to post. Find that time, always post to that time, schedule your videos. What's that if time? You did, you, it gives you the data. You have to look for yourself. It's different for every creator. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 for me, it actually, like, I created the correct time of day for me to post. For Zeti, he said that it, for him, it's about 6 a.m. Pacific. Uh, for me, I post at 10 a.m. Pacific and I look at my stats. That's perfect. And I believe it's because I happen to attract the people who were on consistently at that time. Uh, so YouTube stats will tell you when most of your viewers are online, and you should post right in the middle of there. But if you're already consistent about posting, you are probably posting at the right time, just based off of that metric. But yeah. but morning, morning West Coast seems to be a good time.
2: I've been posting
3: um, at 7 a.m. Like is the
2: time 7 a.m. Pacific. Is That's one I've probably been good. But, like, I'm curious. I mean, I'll, I'll
3: look at the metrics later. That's really interesting, yeah. though. Take a look because you might you might gain a small benefit and, and the benefit only grows and grows, you know. Well, and again, like, I
2: mean, I've been looking to increase awareness to the show, to the community, you know. If we just so happen to strike it big and monetize, like, hey, I wouldn't turn it down. That'd be pretty nice to yeah. get some. But,
3: like... Not looking to quit my day job Um... no it it, it takes you have to be even bigger than I originally thought to make like full-time income I was going super hard at content creation and I was like if it's possible I think I'm gonna make it my job by the end of summer and well it's October now and I had some good months like I had some months where I made like really close to the amount of money I needed to survive but um, I didn't quite get there, you know, so we're still going. And also YouTube income is like way worse than I thought it was. Like you have to, <laughs> I I thought that I was going to get like three bucks per thousand views. Like, no, I get like, like a dollar if I'm lucky for every oh. thousand views that you see. Um, oh, yeah, I, for every, I mean, if I imagine Twitch is probably better for that. Twitch ad revenue is actually worse than YouTube. Um, my ad revenue is quite bad for the amount of people that see ads on my stream um but uh if you attract people who like if you're very community oriented then subscriptions can be huge you know i am not the most community oriented person like i don't know how to like it sounds terrible to say it but like it's true Uh, (laughs) i i don't have as many people that are like huge, dedicated members of, like, my family that, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, other people might, and so I don't have the same sub-numbers that others do. Um, So you have a lot of creators that are, like, not big, but they make their money that way. Anyway, so that was the second thing. Find the right time of day and post at that time of day. And the Mm -hmm. third thing is, is every video should be an experiment. Never post a video that's not trying something new, because if you never if you're not improving constantly like you won't get better over time mm-hmm. <laughs> so every video i run i'm trying something a little bit differently to see how it plays and sometimes you won't get the numbers back like you just simply don't know how it played um you know nobody wants
0: but, to see a video of you doing a kickflip every time <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> they don't they don't um but you know sometimes i'll say can phrasing a title like this work and I'll title it that way and it won't do well and I'll say okay that's not good anymore and I remember one time I was frustrated with how my recent videos had done because I had been experimenting with new stuff and it didn't work and I said okay here's my experiment I'm gonna copy an old title that worked and just use it again but change like one or two words to make it fit my content will that work and the answer is Yes, it did. <laughs> so <laughs> so just try something new so that you're always learning and improving your content. And just that small act will force you to do that explicitly.
2: Cool. Thank you. We got a f- free marketing lesson tonight. I appreciate that. Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. I-
3: I've consumed way too much content <laughs> on how to do this stuff and... That Mm -hmm. is definitely a distillation of of many, many hours. So I appreciate it. I am so looking forward to you guys listening to me because zero people to date have listened to me.
2: Zero. That's (laughs) That's ridiculous. That's pretty funny. Well Hydra
3: Hydra, that was
0: my week. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) all right.
1: Well let's 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 talk to Mike. Mike, how was your week? Oh um yeah. This week will probably be shorter than my talk last week. Um, not too much on the Hearthstone side. Uh, tried climbing in wild. Kept coming across, you know, aggro druid. Kept coming across uh, Reno Priest. So just kind of lay low. Knew that uh, we would be getting some news this week. Some updates. New game mode. Um, so I'm pretty happy to talk about that. But uh, outside of the game, I got a, a new cell phone. New iPhone 11. Ooh, nice and so, shiny. Nice. So, you, you, you know, mobile mic is moving up. You know what I'm saying? Now I got an iPhone 11. You guys got to watch out. This thing does wonders. I've been creating some graphics. Um, you know what I'm saying? Do some artwork. We got that tournament coming up. We'll talk about it later. I've been putting Ooh. that together on this phone, too. Nice. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to that. Um, as for myself, this week, well, it started off pretty casual, uh on the weekend i found myself falling into the trap of playing among us with many of our wonderful wild hearthstone friends i played a lot of among us it's, it's a lot of fun i don't know what to tell you guys uh when you get in a group with a bunch of you know dudes from the wild community and you just start playing it's it's great um so i had a lot of fun doing that and then then real life happened on monday I don't know, I think I may have spoke about oh, this in chat yeah. a little bit. But so I'm at work on Monday and I get a phone call from my son's school. So I have an eleven year old boy. Oh man. I get a phone call from the school saying, Hey, uh, your son's not here. Where like, is he at home sick? And I say no. <laughs> nah, I'm at work. So I I call his mother. Her and I were not together anymore. Um, so I call his, mo- his mother, and she's like, "Not with me either." And so Uh-oh. I had, <laughs> yeah, uh, like this insta panic. And I, I I don't always deal with stress well. Like sometimes ladder anxiety gets to me. Imagine you're missing eleven year old. So. I tell my boss, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta figure out where my son is. He's not at school. He's not at my house. He's not at his mom's house. I'm thinking maybe, because, you know, he's got a PlayStation in his room, right? Like, maybe, maybe he's at the age where he's skipping school and he's going to be playing PlayStation. So I hop in my truck and I speed home and get here. Nope. Not here either. Like, he is absolutely nowhere to be found. And so I'm right really about to I'm at the point where I gotta call the police, figure out where he is. I call the school one more time and I'm like, we gotta do a clean sweep. We gotta figure out if he's like hiding under the stairwell, like where is this kid? And the, the secretary of the school goes, Oh, uh, we're sorry. It was it was an accident. We had a substitute teacher, they screwed up the roll call. He was in class the whole time.
1: Yo, I, would I find that messed s- up because you know I I'm been, so I would, mad. Yo, I work as <laughs> like, a sub two teacher, so I take offense to that uh, the other subs. They <laughs> messed it up for us, man. That's that's messed up. The,
0: the amount of stress and anxiety that happened over this was completely unnecessary, but it all happened and Oh, it was by the time like we figured this all out, it was about like I don't know, noon. And so I call my boss back, and I'm like, it's all good, he's fine. And he goes, oh, what time uh, can I expect you back at the office? And I said, bro, I already opened a beer. (laughs) 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 Like, no way. So uh, that was Monday.
3: (laughs) That's a power move, though. They say, when when are you coming back? You say, what? Coming back? (laughs) Excuse me?
0: <laughs> I was like I'm sorry but not happening. <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. So, yeah, Monday was uh, a little bit stressful and then as for the rest of the week, I was playing around on uh EU and Asia just, you know, doing my quests. I like to try to keep up with my quests on those just to make sure I got gold to buy packs. Being rude playing a little bit of don't tell anybody secret mage because it's easy wins. A um, little bit of odd, yeah, I know. Don't 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 look at me like that, Jack. Uh, some odd <laughs> pally, Uh you know, just like whatever I can to you know get those wins on those servers, and then um, to piggyback off of Nate about the with your deck with gold Annual, <clears throat> we did a little co-op with uh, me and Nate. And we ended up going ten and one at one point. I don't know where we ended off at, but we we were at ten and one at one point. We
2: took the screenshot when it was ten and zero, and then I think you lost the last two. One of them was due to a misplay, and I think we were both starting to get pretty tired.
0: And, yeah, well, it was like one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we we misplayed and just like destroyed our own taunt, and they got lethal. <laughs>
2: Well, and I think it there was like once that. where I miscalculated the mana, and it's like when you start getting tired, you start, like, losing the the awesome attention span, where a lot of times we will play pretty intuitively and it just goes wrong a little bit sometimes. I pretty much
1: y'all didn't hit me up.
2: You were streaming. Yeah. I, we, in fact, we oh. were we were watching your. Oh, okay. you, we were watching your. I had your stream on the other screen, and at some point, like you took off, and then I think you. I don't know. You you didn't come back. It was I don't know if you. Uh, but the stream was AFK for a little bit, so I don't know what
1: happened. Oh but. yeah, the other night. I. Uh, how, how does Jack put it? I was consuming grass and combusting. Oh wait, how do you put it, Jack? <laughs> uh,
3: well, I don't know what we're allowed to say in here, but.
1: Oh. We, we we get it, yeah. Things, <laughs> th- things happen.
3: Consuming consuming grass and combusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say yo, on I my love, stream.
1: Speaking of stream titles, yo, this dude, yo, oh my god, cheers.
0: <laughs> anyway, that was that. That was basically my week, and now we're here. Uh, Jack, you get up to anything interesting this week?
3: Um. Yeah, I think uh, so. You know, that whole content creation as a job thing by August, it didn't exactly work out. Um, So I need to get a job now. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm going to apply at Trader Joe's. Yeah. It seems like the one place that I could work at without going crazy. And there's a lot of places (laughs) nearby where people, you know, they're not wearing their masks, you know. yeah, They're causing a lot of trouble. It's too bad. So without getting into it, Trader Joe's seems like a nice place where... You know they pay enough. It's not crazy stressful. Hey,
0: <laughs> advertising. Shout out Trader <laughs>
3: Joe's. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll be applying there. I had I had therapy right before this podcast, so that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, and also, of course, the new game mode, which we'll get into, mm. seems very good, very promising. I'm excited. Yep.
1: Oh yeah
2: um yeah yeah good times hey speaking of one One other thing i totally forgot to add but this seems like a decent segue um as far as my week went uh my week got significantly better this afternoon because we got two bundles to give away from blizzard um so yeah, we did. that's exciting that's exciting um we uh so we've got two bundles to give away dark Madness of the darkmoon fair bundles to give away uh it's the the one that comes with 45 packs and a uh, random legendary and the nizoth card back and the early access to um duels and so uh pretty cool there's there's two ways um to go about doing this because we got two codes uh we figured we do one um the normal way on Twitter with the liking and uh, retweeting and all of that. And so that's live on Twitter right now. But we also wanted to give one away to our community. And so the way that you, I mean, you're welcome to enter the one on Twitter. I will tell you that you will probably not win because there's going to be a bazillion people that put in for it and it'll be randomly generated. But for, I'm going to win. Hey, there you go. Uh, for those of us who, or for those of you who are um, in, our, in our community to give back, um, we're doing the other giveaway in our Discord. So the way, uh, the other way to enter this contest is in our Discord under the, um, the uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, here it is. So um, in our community Hearthstone related sections, there's, there's, a, there's a title here called Contest Entries. So to to enter this contest, you just go in there. All you have to do is put the name of your favorite legendary card that will enter you into the uh, drawing uh, for one of these bundles. And so that is specifically for people in our community. So go into our Discord. uh, Go to the section under our community section called Contest Entries. Um, just put the name of your favorite legendary card. That will get you an entry. You can enter a second time by going to the Twitter and liking and, and retweeting. So two chances. But anyways, I thought it was super cool. Uh, it's it's very mm-hmm. nice to be um, acknowledged. It's very nice to um, get the hookup from Blizz. So it yeah. it feels nice. And um, I know I, uh, I bought them as well. So uh, they're not going to me. But uh, anyways, that's yeah, pretty cool. So, um, anyways, yeah. Uh, cool. We'll
0: to the news then. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's do it. Yo, let's go. So we finally have it. I mean, we all sort of knew what was coming, but we do have our new expansion. We on the live uh, reveal stream. We have a hundred and five, hundred and thirty-five new cards on November seventeenth. It's that's crazy. Old gods, it's madness at the dark moon
1: fair. So, the old gods are back.
0: Old yes. gods are back. All of yeah. them. We got uh, Cthulhu, Nazoth, Yogsaran, and Yasharaj. They are all back in different incarnations than they were before. I
2: was, uh, I love the Dave Kosak. Um, like, madness. Uh, the, the reveal yeah. stream was so good.
0: He's so goofy. He's funny. He is, Yo. I have
2: to say, like mm-hmm. they did such a good job at uh containing the leaks this time around. Like the last yeah. the last couple of expansions there have always been um leaks like right before and they mm-hmm. kept a lid on it and considering how the entire team is still working from home, I don't know how they did it. Uh but, oh, damn. But they managed to do it and so uh big ups to them for that. I I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yo, the only leak I saw, um Trump put a picture out. Ah, uh, yeah. Or or somebody took a screenshot on his YouTube and it said uh, Wizard Duels. Oh, and yeah. And it was like within 18 hours or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's – yeah, I saw that right before. I think I saw it the morning of or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my, I, I had to work. Uh, I didn't get to watch it. It was at 8 a.m. Pacific, and um, I had to work. I oh, man. But, like, yep. I, I just took my phone, put it on airplane mode, and – kept it in my in my little you know work bag or whatever, and I didn't even look at it until lunchtime Got my lunch, shut the office door watched it you know and, Yo. and so i didn't and nobody spoiled it for me either, which is uh uh doesn't normally happen so
0: yeah 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 well, almost because uh Mike asked a question and well, it, yeah,
1: see, so I, I, in well yes I got a text to get to go back to school to work so the first day I get to go back to work is the day they're announcing all this stuff. So, you know, fresh out of work. I'm excited. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out. I don't know where to go, who to talk to. So I'm like, Hey, what's up? Somebody talk to me, holler at me. (laughs) <laughs> and then I get Dr. Bomb in trouble because Hydlos came through with the banhammer. <laughs> he's like he's like, I'm cleaning this up. He's like, keep this in the spoilers channel. <laughs> yeah, bad.
0: I didn't Nate, I just delete everything because everything got spoiled in the lounge like oh, I no I'm
2: glad, I'm glad you did. You know where I saw it was uh, oh, from the the night before Matt at Arms posted in in the squelch discord. Hey, I know everybody's really excited, but can you not like, we've got a bunch of people here that got to work. Can you post it in, in the spoilers section? And uh, I
0: was like, Oh God, I need to copy that. Um, yeah. I saw you basically copied and pasted what he said.
2: Yeah, basically. If I, <laughs> so
3: so um, if I could recommend something unsolicited for discord, mm-hmm. uh, th- this is actually a problem that I, I'm part of a movie club. Uh, so we watch two movies every week and we talk about them on Sunday. And we have oh. a Discord, and it's full of people who've never used Discord before, because it's like, I think I'm the only person who like plays video games in the club. <clears> um, <throat> and they're they, they're always blown away by the camera and the mic, which I find hilarious. I love that, honestly. <laughs> but regardless, is so in Discord, we had a spoilers channel for each movie, and people could not help themselves. They don't have the, the notifications turned off, so it, every time somebody types something, it gives them the sound. <laughs> oh, man! And, and so every time somebody typed something in a Spoiler's channel, the first thing that they, they would do is go click on it to make it go away. Mm-hmm. And they got super mad because they were like, "We can't have these channels where people talk about it." And it's like, well, that's it's like, no, 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 we need this." So what you do is you have a bot that assigns roles based on clicking a reaction to a message, and then oh. you have a role unlock a particular channel for you. So every week we have this tiny little picture of uh, of this emote of uh, Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems doing like mm-hmm. the This is how I win. It's that picture yeah. is the emote, and you just click it under the under the name of the movie you've seen, and it unlocks the discussion channel for that movie.
1: Oh, yo! So I, I've been trying to figure that out. So I know Nate gives me props for like he says uh, you know helping the Discord server out and doing channels and bringing people in, but. There's this next level of intelligence tier that you're at that I'm trying to get to. So if we could ever talk and you could help me set that up for this Discord, that'd be awesome.
3: Yeah, hit me up after. I'll show you how to do it. You need to remember, like, two commands for a bot, and that's it.
1: Okay. you're good to go.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool. Sweet. Nice. Okay, so to move on with this...
2: Oh, yeah, we got...
0: Yeah, we got lots. Um, we have these things called uh, the Old God artifacts. So oh, the... yeah, check
2: this out. Yeah, here. Let me put up the artwork for these Old Gods. Oh, they are. Yeah. So yeah. there's some different mechanics, right? We've got so all the Old Gods are back: Cthulhu, Yassaraj, Nizath, and Yog. Oh, yeah. There they are. Uh, there's artifacts, and, so, and I think that's specific to Cthulhu. So at the start of the game, break into pieces. I think it's four cards, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and when you draw them, they do things, and then when you've got all four, deal thirty damage randomly split among all yeah. enemies. Uh, it feels like a meme to me, but like it also nah. looks, it also looks really fun. I don't no, know. It's awesome. We'll make it work. Oh, it'll be. It'll oh, yeah. be I mean, I want to um, play it at least. I don't. I already, know.
1: Got, I already got two ideas for that. I got two ideas.
2: Yeah. What are they? Uh, you Maybe needed, it might be a joke, uh, the
1: first one. Go. Uh Wild Spell Wild Spell Mage. And then um I've been trying to get this list from somebody. That card stowaway. There's a there's a deck, a rogue deck, uh that uses Stowaway. And this Stowaway card could pull two of these easily, you know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, cards that didn't oh. it's the cards that didn't start in your deck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. We're gonna make it work. I'm excited. It comes out on the 17th, so right around the corner.
2: It it actually I think something that's interesting to note is that um the set is coming out earlier than normal, right? It's usually the first week of December. And mm-hmm. now it's and now it's mid November. Yeah. Um now, before Thanksgiving. I think I know the reason for this. Uh something that is that uh, they're trying new is that they said mid expansion, they're gonna be adding a mini set of thirty-five cards. Um and so I think that's the re like if I had to guess that's probably the reason for starting this early, so that mid expansion there's an additional thirty five cards that come out, and so it, yeah. it it splits up the meta into, well I, into an, well essentially a new meta, and so um, it makes sense though for them to release this a little bit earlier, uh, so that's pretty sweet. I mean I I cannot wait to watch Yogg will be the most hated card in Hearthstone, very very shortly. <laughs> I'm sad that this Nizoth looks like it kind of sucks. It's got to be. Uh, the Nizoth looks like. Um...
0: Yeah, I don't see a lot of hope for the new Nizoth. If anybody's wondering, it's uh, 10 mana, 5-7, like normal. Resurrect a friendly minion. From each
1: minion type, You've got to oh, make I a, you gotta. Oh, the artwork. The artwork looks horrible. Sorry,
2: the, the artwork's great. You got to make a menagerie mm-hmm. deck for it to work, which, frankly, just isn't very good. But I don't know. You never know.
0: Deck with no synergy to pull this off, so um, I, I. mean, one, maybe one day. I mean, in wild,
2: the the yog will at least be fun. So you play the yog, you spin the yog wheel. <laughs> this, I mean, it's an interesting concept, right? 19% to do all these different things. And then 5% to cast pyroblast until somebody dies, which is pretty funny. Uh, so I have a a zoom up of the Yog wheel. Um, so there's a 5% chance of getting the rod of roasting cast pyroblast randomly until a player dies. (laughs) Like there will be videos upon videos upon videos of just the rod of roasting, which I can't wait to watch. Um, And I believe the Rod of Roasting was included in some of the earlier PvE dungeon run content uh, because I've played it before. Mm -hmm. Um, So what are the other options? The other options are you're more likely to get either the Hand of Fate, fill your hand with random spells. They cost zero this turn. Uh, The Curse of Flesh, fill the board with random minions, then give yours Rush. Uh, Mind Flayer Goggles, take control of three random enemy minions. Uh, mystery Box, cast a random spell for every spell you've cast this game. Uh, targets chosen randomly, which is classic Yogg, right? And then the last one is called Devouring Hunger. Destroy all other minions, gain their attack and health.
3: Oh, well, that's interesting. This card uh, is disgusting, by the way. It's <laughs> oh, disgusting yes. how good it is. I think I, a lot of people don't realize like how much better this is than regular Yogg. Yeah. But if you think about it, so fill your hand with random spells, they cost zero this turn. Okay, there are a lot of expensive spells in Wild, just the way it is. Mm-hmm, fill mm-hmm. your hand with random spells, that clears the board. Or it draws you cards, and then it clears the board, but you also gotta draw cards. Maybe you gain health and armor. So, like, you play Yog because you're in trouble, right? So, yep. you play this, It you're good, right? You're good. It got <laughs> you out of whatever situation you were in. Fill yep. your board with random minions give yours rush. If your opponent has a bunch of minions, they only get summoned a couple. Mm-hmm. And you get to determine the trade so you're good to go. That does what you want it to do. Take control of three random enemy minions. I would venture to guess that that does what you want it to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then original Yogg effect, which is like YOLO. You know, it is what it is, but it it's not bad. Somet- yeah. The one that an hand effect
0: with with spells and you uh that th- they cost zero that seems kind of ridiculous because it's like Yogg, but you get to pick like where everything goes right yes because like yes. It, the fireball could kill your own like high main or whatever but no we would like to choose that the fireball goes to the enemy's face
3: yeah right? and then right. also the last one destroy all other enemy. All other minions, right, that you're not going to have any. You're playing Yogg, let's be honest. You, you don't have any minions. So yo, and yeah, their attack and health. Hello? Like, you now have, like, a 30-30 Yogg in wild. Um, right? <laughs> it's, I'd, Jade Druid is not good, um, and I wouldn't play it even with this card. But any deck that could just jam this in as, like, a last-minute thing, it has to be a really late game to justify a 10 in wild or a ramp deck. But it does what you want it to do a lot more than the old wild or than the old yog does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't seem very difficult to trigger either. You've got to cast 10
2: spells, like that's not even that hard to do. That's not. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see um, but it'll definitely be pretty interesting. There is, uh, we see on Yasiraj, Battlecry, add a copy of each Corrupted card you've played. Um, and
0: uh, Tell them what Corrupted means.
2: Yeah, so there's a new keyword. There's a new keyword called Corrupted. Let me see here. I've got a couple of the samples. So Corrupted is uh, Corrupt cards upgrade in your hand after you play a higher cost card. Plan ahead and upgrade your corrupt cards before playing them for a major payoff. Okay, so what this means is, it, it took me a minute to, to figure it out, but like, um, <laughs> I've got this three-mana spell, Day at the Fair, in my hand. If I play any card four-mana or above, this card upgrades in my hand. It still costs three, but it does something better. Uh, so, I, I mean, there's some definitely some potential. Um they only released two so far, so there's a Paladin spell called Day at the Fair, uh, three mana, summon three Silverhand Recruits, corrupt, summon five, and a Shaman spell, Dunk Tank, four mana, deal four damage. If it's corrupt, then um, deal four damage, then deal two damage to all enemy minions, I, b- I believe. So
0: basically you're being rewarded for playing off-curve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So we'll see. I mean, I think it's like it's too early to guess, but I imagine just like anything else, you take any other mechanic in Hearthstone, right? Um, There's, uh, you know, the Echo and there's, um, you know, Reborn and all this stuff uh, that like there's going to be some hits and some misses. So um, I imagine there will be a couple of these that will be quite good and a couple that will totally suck and some that will be somewhere in between. But it's interesting. I mean, I'm always interested when they do um, new mechanics. So, um, yeah, I think there was a minion one as well, uh, and I, I don't recall what it does. But we'll do a card review or a card review show uh, to to kind of to go over all these at some point. Uh, also, one thing that I forgot to mention is that everybody got a free legendary Silas Darkmoon. Just funny cuz uh, I think I predicted it last week on the show, right? It was like, "Hey, this clearly will be um, a minion in this set because it's like the ringleader of the Darkmoon Fair, right?" Yeah. And so, and some, something to look forward to when we do the next lore episode with Goliath, I'm sure we'll talk about the Darkmoon Fair. We've been talking about uh, bringing up the old gods as well. And so, this should be a lot of fun. I saw not to get too off topic, but almost immediately, you know, everyone wants to play the fun new card, right? This card is, is ridiculously disruptive. Um, now mm-hmm. I saw soda post last night, an odd warrior list that's running this. And there's a new OTK. It's a little bit ridiculous. And I, I don't, we saw Hyder Hydra. And I saw two people playing it last night and we won both of those matches. Um, but there's an OTK with Silas where you... I don't remember what the minion is, but essentially you gain a crap ton of armor. You play the minion that when it's damaged, it deals that much damage to the um, the owner of the card. So you play it on, on your side, then you play Silas to give it to your opponent, and then you shield slam it for 30 or 30 plus, and it's an OTK. Uh, and, and like I'm sure that... Um, Soda, you know, got some wins with it, and it was a really fun video to watch, but like, I don't think it's going to be meta. I don't, but I do think that there's definitely going to be, um, like, people will, will run this card. There's clearly, uh, some disruption to it. We were playing Cube Block last night, and somebody stole our freaking Malganis with this, and like, we were, I was pretty mad. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, Adam Zorosho in the chat is saying that, um, You know, I mean, there's some shenanigans that you you can pull up. And he's saying Salus in Milrogue with Octasari and Anka. Um, I think there will be some shenanigans that you can do with this card. The disruption seems pretty good. Uh, I don't know that it will find a long-term home in any deck in particular, but it's the new fun thing to play while we're in the waiting room. Do you guys have any thoughts on this?
3: Yeah, I think that Odd Warrior probably will play it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Odd Warrior lacks a late game win condition and mm-hmm. like I don't think on the surface I agree with you that it's not a good one, but it's simple because it only uses two new cards, right? So you only have to cut two cards. Odd Warriors fine running about like 26 cards if they had to choose. So adding two new ones isn't a big deal. Right. And it also just makes high armor total just a subtle threat just a little bit of a threat and the Mm -hmm. thing is before i actually ran into this problem today when i was playing reno priest i I i had a short stream today where i crafted reno priest on asia and then took it to legend um and i went against this odd warrior where they had the combo and i realized that when it got to turn nine they had 60 health and i realized oh, I'm just going to die if he if he runs into the combo. <laughs> and there was actually a single turn that I passed to him where I would have been dead if he had the combo. And later on, I elusiated him. He had two pieces of the combo. So it was really <clears throat> close to getting me, and it actually changed the way I played because mm-hmm. as soon as I could, I had to chip away at that armor total. Typically, yeah. the win condition for Reno Priest versus Odd Warrior is going to be turn one, spawn Seance, play your cards, turn two Reno, turn three spawn, and you can deal, like, 120 damage that way if you want to. Mm-hmm. They just die. But if you can't wait until the very end of the game, then it doesn't matter because you could just be dead. So I think it changes how some of their worse matchups play out, but it doesn't change the fact that they lose to, like, Q block. You mm-hmm. know, like, Q mm-hmm. block is just... it. The reason they lose to Q block is because their armor total gets pressured so bad, um, so it doesn't change everything, but it changes a couple matchups that might be relevant to where you might as well run it. Not fantastic, but a cool drop to get out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. It's
2: it's exciting. I mean, I it's and it actually was working uh, pretty well, I think, for for some people, and uh,
0: I don't know. Yes, I There's think another one that I came across, um, another OTK. With it, um, it's a warlock one where you use the philosophy card the copy of the lowest uh, cost demon in your hand, and you get uh, you know the Moarg Artificers,
4: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. the one that all minions take double damage from spells. So you get multiple of those, and you drop all those down, and then there's the Soulbound Ash Tongue, where it says whenever this minion takes damage, also deal that amount to your hero. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you give that to your enemy uh, with uh, this new legendary. What's it called, A Silas? Silas. And then you area. and then you soul file, it, soul fire it, and then it does thirty two damage to your opponent.
2: Oh, interesting. <laughs>
0: That's pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. So there's another. I don't know, like how consistent that would be, but
2: yeah. But still, I it's I, something. It's fun to get to play with the stuff now, you know? It's like, hey, there's mm-hmm. this big... What they've done in the past is like, hey, here's this announcement. The set comes out in a month. We'll start rele- We'll start releasing cards in two weeks. So y'all could just go marinate for the next two weeks while we reveal nothing. And so rather than doing that, uh, it's like, hey, here's a new card. Hey, here's a new play mode, and you can use it right now. Uh, and that's, that's, it's good marketing, frankly. Um, yeah. So.
0: Speaking of a new play mode.
2: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on here. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> One other thing. They, um, they, they must be listening to the show because they, I think they, uh, they had decided to sell the, um, the old Cthulhu card back before mike had a chance to flex with it oh eh, man
1: (laughs) yep they knew it
2: i have that one i i did the old gods pre-order way back when and got this one and i love that card back
0: um it's so cool i i at the time i was completely free to play i refused to spend money on the game so i did not purchase that i I pre-ordered the next set but
1: hey uh quick question for jack because yep. I know there's some, some random players out there who want to know this. As somebody mm-hmm. who's really, really high, high, top-tier, cream-of-the-crop player, um, do card backs matter to you guys up there, up top?
3: No. No, I think a lot of lower rank players put way too much emphasis on the card back. They'll be like, oh, he's got the Legend card back, he's a bad player. Not true. I think the top players really don't care. You know, I think if I saw someone with a Golden card back, I'd be like, all right, this guy maybe knows how to play. Um, but mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. nobody who plays wild with a golden card back. I still think that I should get one for Solemn's tournament because what else do we have? But, <laughs> but until that happens, uh, no, I don't put anything into card backs. I think, okay, Al- okay.
2: I think Alba's the only one maybe that's got one. And maybe not even him. <clears throat> <laughs>
3: I've but, seriously considered just spiking like a master's tour or something like that just to get a golden card back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's the, the only one... worthwhile thing you get from them. That's, that's
2: pretty funny. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so, yes, you want to move on. We've got a new play mode.
0: Yeah, we do, and we they kept teasing that you're going to be able to use your Wild cards in this new play mode, and it finally got revealed on the stream, and what we have is, in my opinion, a combination of what so many people were asking for. So many people love Dungeon Run, so many people love doing a draft, and Wild wanted a little bit of support, and we just got a combination of what feels like to me of sort of like everything all into one. And what we were talking about is a rotation of uh, sets being in the meta. So what we have is Hearthstone. uh, This one is wizard duels, but it's called heroic duels. So basically it's a dungeon run based on the current set that you're in. And you'll be having boss versus boss. It's a dungeon run run style, except you will be versing each other, PvP, not PvE. And you get to draft your own deck, but you start off using your own collection. You get sixteen deck slots, or card slots. It's Highlander style at the beginning. You can only pick one of each card, and then the the game kind of predicts what direction you are going, and it will offer you cards based on what you've already selected. And so it's arena style. Um, Basically, it's been given away as free-to-play currently if you have pre... It's a, not technically free-to-play right now. Uh, yeah. But, so That you, you yeah. one you know, got me a little bit. Yeah, man, they put a price tag on the entry. Uh, yeah. so like, being from Canada, okay, so I, I watched this stream, and then I was like, all right, let's go. And so I click the button. Like, it lets you get all the way to, like, okay, we're going to play. You go into game mode, you click it, and then it goes, you need to buy the bundle. And it like it straight up offers you like the mega bundle. <laughs> like, so in general, the mega bundle is ninety nine ninety nine. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, like you can you can go back back out and like get the other one, which is like forty nine ninety
3: nine. Poor Canadians, man. You guys get screwed. Oh man. Things. I'm like,
0: I gotta pay a hundred dollars to play this free to play mode.
1: Damn <laughs> a blue a blue hundred. Chris born from the bank? Holy crap. Yeah, damn. so like,
0: quick look at my wife. Is she looking at the internet right now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was going to buy it. She knows I buy the expansion every single time anyway. But yeah, you know, oh man, it was like, oh, I, I need to play this. So, damn. But yeah, so that was something that I don't think was made very clear on the stream. They talked about early access and. Oh, I don't know.
2: No. Yeah, no. They they we got we got baited. It was a and you all can have access to it right now today. Yeah, and, and, and what we'll they what the they part. didn't say was what yeah yeah what they didn't say was you know <laughs> for the low low price of forty dollars for buying yeah, yeah. the cheapest pre order <laughs> and like they did not <laughs> say that. And yeah. so, you know, I mean, I've played, I've, I've played a, a little bit of it. It took me a minute to get, f- to figure out like how to do it. Okay. And once you sort of figure out the ground rules, I'm currently on a warlock run and I'm zero right now with three, yeah, it was six. right now, but like it, it, it took me a g- good handful of losses before I figured
0: out what the heck I was doing. Um, yeah. Right from the start, I was like, what? do i do so i just built a pirate warrior and then it was okay until i i ran into like a disco lock that just absolutely destroyed me so like i'm not sure what's good yet i have no idea but i know that it's fun i saw i I saw saw
2: jack's (laughs) clickbait video that said world's first mage 12 and 0 run and it made me
3: really want to watch it i I haven't seen it yet but it's on my list (laughs) Uh, so it was indeed the world's first twelve o run of any class. I just put mage to be more specific. um I was watching everybody on twitch and uh i couldn't find a game. I made it to like eight and and I had like a ten minute queue um Damn. I legit couldn't find a game, and then I think later on I faced one guy that I had already absolutely destroyed. I destroyed him again <laughs> um so I back when Dungeon run came out i Spent my entire summer playing Dungeon Run. This was before I streamed. I wasn't doing anything, so uh, I just kind of incidentally happened to be like a Dungeon Run expert. Uh, <laughs> like, I remember yeah. all the tier lists of the exact same treasures and oh, I no know exactly what to put in my deck right away. Uh, Hydralisk, just want to correct you, you said 16 card decks? It's actually 15 cards in Lotheb. In case people haven't realized, oh, oh. it's fifteen <laughs> cards and Lothep every single deck. It, like it sounds like a meme, but it's not a meme. So if you, fortunately all the people listening to this show probably have Lothep, but standard players are real mad about that—that that every deck requires that. Uh, yep. So yeah, Lotheb in every deck. Um, I knew what to build right away, so I built the mage. The mage hero power seemed OP. So
0: get a mana uh, worm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. Get a Mana worm, not bad. So if you just play for value in the early games with Mage, you just use all the Mage cards that kind of make sense. A Mad Scientist, Duplicate, Counterspell, you know, like Frostbolt. Um, You just build a decent deck. I believe I got your first spell each turn costs one less. And then Robes of Gaudiness, which is oh all of your cards cost half rounded down, but you can only play two cards per turn. And then immediately, once I got offered that, every single bucket, I just took the most expensive bucket. And if they didn't offer me an expensive bucket, I didn't take anything. So I had like multiple Yog boxes in my deck. Oh, gross. So I just started dropping Yog boxes on four. I remember oh there was one God. game where I was just losing. So I Yog boxed him once. And it buffed his board, so I yog boxed him again, and then cleared the board. <laughs> um, and then another game, I I loathed on two, and then I played uh, lab partner into that six six that doubles if you have spell power on three. Yeah, <laughs> so I dropped like Rose. twenty twenty worth of stats uncounterable on this guy, and then the fourth turn I played. Uh, I think I filled out the rest of the board and, and played Counterspell. Oh my god. <laughs> That's disgusting. Hey, and they so um, Every game I ended by five. It was, it was very fun.
2: By the way, they removed during the show, this just came out one hour ago, uh, mm-hmm. server-side hotfix coming today, Robes of Goddiness has been removed from the passive treasure pool. <laughs> what? You're welcome, viewers.
3: That's me. That was me. Damn. Right. <laughs> Play it! Wow,
2: <laughs> that's funny. Oh my goodness! I'm yeah,
3: save your eleven zero runs to snipe crip with the robes <laughs> of gaudiness.
0: <laughs> I completely got baited. Like I guess I didn't think about it, but the uh, the paladin uh, one of the treasures says you start with two mana on turn one. It's not world
3: growth. I was it's like,
0: cool. I'll start with two. Two mana instead of one. Yeah, you get reset. That's only for the first turn.
3: It's, I'm like, it's the worst one.
0: Yeah, because oh, I thought it, it was gonna give you a leg up. Like you're gonna be one ahead. No, nope. no, nope. not the yeah. case.
3: Anything, anything mana cheat is super good. That one mm-hmm. just happens to be cheat one mana turn one. And yeah, that's, that's it. it. Turn one. Uh, another, another popular build that's really powerful is druid with rush or druid with spell damage. Because druid, druid's inherent mana cheat cards, combined with mana cheat abilities, mm-hmm. are insanely busted, because then you can get to like crazy mana totals that your opponent can't answer, and then once you have mana totals your opponent can't answer, you can do whatever you want. You can just burn them with spell damage, or you can just kill them with guardian animals and big beasts. That's insane. I'll have yeah, to play
2: more of it this weekend or something, yeah.
3: It's a very fun game mode. Uh, yeah, I, I'm playing after I the foresee stream. I see myself playing a ton of it in the future. It, it Right now, I would say for people who are thinking about getting the pre-order, I would say don't bother, you know, if it's a lot of money to you and you weren't going to get the bundle anyway. Because the limited number of hero powers and, like, commander cards, I guess, cards that you you get special in your deck, They've only got one special card per class and one hero power per class, and they only have a couple classes. I think it's very Maybe limited. They have all their
2: classes, it's it's pretty limited right now. You're given
0: valid. an option of four classes, but I believe it rotates through them all. Yeah,
3: that might be it. I so I would say that this limited thing is good to satisfy the itch of like figuring out the game mode, but the full game mode is going to be much more fulfilled you know there's it's not going to be as stale so i think some people are going to get bored really quickly like i felt like very quickly i figured out what was good and what wasn't good but when you have a bunch of cards that you can build around and a bunch of hero powers that changes everything so oh yeah
2: yeah no i think it's still i mean you would say it's still in like beta or whatever i mean yeah. it's early access it's fun then,
0: like once you unlock everything cuz right now we only have one like hero power to start off with, but like Dungeon Run, there's six to choose from, right? And so yeah, right now we just have the one. So yeah. it's gonna it's gonna blow everything wide open.
2: That's true. That's true. Uh right. but it's cool to play the new thing early, you know?
0: Oh no it definitely is, but if you don't have like the disposable income to do it right now, I don't know, just watch your friend play. You can play yeah. it when it comes out.
3: I original dungeon run is like the same thing right now, but better, to be honest. Um I, I really like the PvP aspect and I'm so looking forward to the hundred and fifty gold entry fee so that you can just actually farm gold playing this mode. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting for me. Yeah. Uh that is super fun. And you can use your arena passes to get in yep, there too. Yep. Oh, I, yep. Uh just I so you guys roll. know, they only stack up to like nine. So Yeah, I have nine. I think I might have nine, too. Yeah. So I'm just waiting until...
2: Well, this is great because I never really play Arena, but I would play this. And yep. I like the idea that I can play my Mad Scientist, that I
0: can play my Lothab, my Golden, I didn't know. My golden <laughs> Like, So could I have, like, 13, but I only have nine? Yeah, I don't know. I That's don't know. a little annoying to think about. But, yeah, the next. so the next step of this,
2: they said it's going to cost the same amount as arena. So it'll be 150 gold
0: um, to uh, do a run. If you want to play competitively, there is a full casual mode. You can play for free at any time. Yep. So nah.
1: either or. I'm yeah. Spend that money, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah. But I no, mean, I yeah. imagine is that... isn't going to spend his gold
0: on it kind of thing. Like, you know, some people, if they want to play it casually and just have fun, they can go and do that. But yeah,
2: I mean, I imagine you'll get it'll be like arena, right? Like, even if you lose, you'll probably get a pack or something, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah,
3: I think it'll be the same exact reward mm-hmm. system as arena, considering it's got the same like ladder system. It also has the same matchmaking, by the way. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm,
2: okay. Well, oh, I don't know. Sweet. It's this is pretty fun though. I, I'm excited about it, and it seems pretty good.
3: I was gonna
0: ask for the what was the big? Did you get twelve wins? You said with the mage.
3: Yep, twelve oh.
0: What did they give you for uh, points on that?
3: Oh, a thirty-five thirty. Holy! Yeah, I'm damn. at like forty-six fifty right now, and I've only, uh, yeah. So I, I don't think I think for like the whole time I was streaming yesterday, I had the highest MMR of anybody. But yeah. I'm sure now I don't. Uh, also there are ranked floors by the way so if you get to like 4500 and your first game doesn't go well and then your first treasure sucks just throw um i'm pretty sure there are ranked wow. floors every 500 so if okay. i i would especially with casual if you're trying to get your rating up for no reason or you don't like how a run is going uh just concede it you get a crazy amount of mmr for doing just very little and you don't lose that much for losing like if you concede an OO run you lose like I lose like thirty MMR. I've done it a couple of times just because <laughs> I didn't like the way it went, or or oh one because I didn't I lost the first game and the first treasure it offered is bad. Get out of there! Get out of there! It's no I, no reason.
0: I went um one in three and I still went up three hundred. I'm like oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sweet.
0: Oh, yeah, I would probably up be
3: going one in three. There'll probably be like Battlegrounds MMR where like the top players max at like ten thousand, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand, mm-hmm, eventually. Mm-hmm. um So that's probably why it's. I, I imagine they're doing the same same Elo as Battlegrounds, same matchmaking as Arena. Makes sense. Yeah, so it make it makes sense from them to port over existing systems. They take Dungeon Run, they take Arena matchmaking. They take Battlegrounds MMR, and they're like, all right, we've got a game mode, which is awesome, by the way. I I don't want this to be seen as negative um, because I want my bundles. No, uh, because (laughs) because, (laughs) because I think it's super fun. I I actually said, Zeddy said that he wanted a dungeon-run PvP, but that he didn't expect to get it. And I was like, oh, I would also love that, but I don't expect to get it. And then we got it, so...
2: Uh, that reminds me. Since since you brought it up, we were talking about this pre-show. Uh, would you like to tell the story about why why you'll never get any pre pre-release bundles? Gar- oh,
3: codes, oh, codes, sure, codes so, to give away. This is pretty funny. Yeah. So if anyone at Blizzard is listening to this, um, you know, just send me the script and I will read it off for bundles. Uh, whatever whatever I got to do, I just I just let me know. Uh, Because I did have to give away a bundle courtesy of my mom last time around. Uh, (laughs) So shout out mom, but...
0: Shout uh, out mom. No shout out Blizzard.
3: Not concerned mom, though if he gave me a bundle, I would also give that away. Um, (laughs) So so yeah, I played Ixar on ladder, and this was very recently after they changed Quest Mage from 6 spells to 8 spells. And people will call me a quest mage one trick, they just haven't watched me long enough. I just play whatever's good. But I was playing a lot of quest mage, and I kind of drove myself crazy playing it for like six months straight, because that's what you had to do to stay at the top ranks. Uh, So that being said, I played Ixar, and I don't remember how the game went, didn't matter anyway. I added him afterwards, he accepted, and I carried on a pretty normal conversation like GG. Uh, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I hit him with the why didn't you nerf quest mage? <laughs> because because the, the, the common sentiment was, and, and, and perhaps isn't now, but was at the time, that, that they didn't touch quest mage hard enough. And I would argue that in the current <sighs> meta, they didn't touch quest mage hard enough because people just kept playing it like nothing happened. And yeah, it was a little worse. It did end up being worse than we had thought at the time, but it was really frustrating to see that deck be good for, like, five months straight, and it's the only deck people played at top ranks. To go from that to being the only deck people play at top ranks, but occasionally they mix in aggro, and that's also a coin flip, uh, that didn't feel very good. So I was frustrated I said that to Ixar. I still mean it but i don't mean any disrespect <laughs> to those at blizzard if they have some packs or some some bundles they'd like me to give away um my dms are open and i like your game most of the time and i will say the script just send it to me f- uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: god that's good that's good oh man hey so we got uh one other kind of big announcement with a new game mode stuff quite big um so the full rework of the progression and rewards um kind of revamp there's an achievement system and a bunch of new stuff um also real quick before we get to that i think i forgot to bring it up earlier there's a couple pre-order options so um the 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 ones that we're giving away, uh, it's the forty five packs, the legendary, the card back, and the access to duels, and then there's like the mega bundle or whatever they call it, which includes eighty packs, the Nizoth card back, a golden legend, access to duels. Um, it includes five golden Dark Moon Fair packs, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, and also my favorite part of all of this. Is the Nazath hero portrait for the Warlock? Oh, is it Rogue? It's
1: <laughs> no, oh. war...
2: Rogue doesn't get hero. They don't get different ones. Wait,
1: I've been on the show for three months, and we still haven't gotten a. Ro... Continue.
2: Actually, actually, uh, so I love I love this. By the way, it's beautiful, and I, for my favorite class, uh, I'm very happy. But um, yeah, no, no, no. let me show you this actually. And I think (laughs) this is something that we will discuss at some point with Goliath the Dwarf on a lore episode is as part of the new um, progression system rewards revamp. It includes a bunch of um, this is kind of from when we talked about the um, uh, what do you call the uh, the server they all sent out. And this is um, the the. the in-game, like the skins and stuff, but they've got um, new skins for all 10 classes. And what we found out is that these came from the World of Warcraft. I don't remember what they're called at this point, Um, but it's in our Discord. Uh, But basically, these are all um, different skins from World of Warcraft for all 10 classes, (laughs) uh, including Rogue. Rogue finally gets one. Um, But... uh, they look pretty cool. They look pretty cool. We'll see. So, it's definitely, I mean, there's new in-game cosmetic. Um and I, apparently they upgrade, right? So this achievement system, there are um there are achievements and some of them are goofy like, you know, you played five warlock spells, you know, you get five achievement points, but as you as you start to progress and get, you know, a certain number of, you know, achievement points or whatever, you like unlock stuff.
0: Um What's one thing that like I feel like Hearthstone yeah. has been lacking for you know your more casual player that likes to collect things and whatnot is there isn't a lot of collectible cosmetic things, right? Like Especially yet, if
2: you play Rogue.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can grind and you can get your five hundred and your thousand win portraits, and then the other ones are locked behind paywalls, right? So with this you can earn them like you would in other games like Fortnite or whatever like you can level up and you can slowly unlock these and people can, you know, feel like they've they've earned something. Like I know my kid when he plays, you know, his game cuz he's obsessed with Fortnite. Whenever he unlocks a new skin, he's super stoked about it, right? And it's mm-hmm. free because he leveled up and he got there and he got it. And so for a lot of people that like that kind of thing, they can now do that instead of paying the, whatever it is, $10 to buy Magni. You
2: know?
0: <laughs> right? I mean, I did that.
2: All right. So did I, but yeah, I, I feel you. Um, now, yeah, no, something new for this as well is uh, they're going to have cosmetic coins. And so yeah. that'll be pretty cool, especially in gold. Um, How do you earn
0: that? I don't recall. Uh, I think it's like maxing out. Or something like I, that,
2: but I think it was also seasonal, right? Or or one new coin per expansion, or something like that.
0: Yeah, right. Cause... I do know it, the the entire track is fifty levels, right? So you can make it to the very top, and then it afterwards it doesn't stop at like they were the regular rewards stop at fifty, but every level beyond fifty, you get hundred and fifty gold.
5: Oh, that's so cool. So
0: once, once you get to fifty, like you're grinding. Oh if you want to isn't over, you can get 150 gold per level afterwards. So you could just keep grinding the levels for gold. So you could potentially get way more gold for the next expansion. If you're, you know, somebody that is a grinder of the game.
2: I see. Well, and then the other thing I think that they were saying there's going to be, there's some reward for, um, what is it? I don't know. Is it collecting all collecting 135 cards, during the expansion oh,
0: that's 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 how you get it the 135 gets you the coin oh
2: it's no I th- yeah so there's two coins per set one coin from collecting the cards and then one coin from the progression system there we go okay anyways but hey it's stuff right it's pretty cool i'm looking forward to it yeah and- i am too and uh, it's something new i mean frankly we haven't had anything like new in a long time And so just the idea of like a a UI revamp and the idea of achievements to unlock and in-game cosmetics, which are always cool. Um, Looking at these heroes, like they look super cool. The idea that there's three different forms of them. So they start out, you know, in in one form, then they get cooler and then they get really awesome. Uh, In the words of Dave Kossack. um, But they look pretty neat. I, I
0: like them overall, that Warlock one especially. So um, I don't know too much about it, but you know your little profile screen that you have when you, you click? The game where it shows like what highest key you got. They're going to show a lot more stats. Oh,
2: yeah, yes. So, yeah, they mentioned that too, and I don't have graphics for all this stuff, but I recommend watching the, the reveal stream with Kibler was they did a preview of a profile screen and it, and it has, it'll have your ranked wins wild and standard and arena and duels and all that, but it'll have a bunch of stats, I think, and it'll have a, a handful of stuff on it. It sounds like they're going to keep expanding the, um, uh, that profile page to try to
0: include more data. So
1: did they mention if yeah, for- like this a lot. I- it can
0: be made public or if it's just for yourself.
2: Uh I don't know. I think they had mentioned um let me see I've got it up here.
0: Cuz I was just like thinking like back in the day when you played like OG StarCraft and you clicked on your buddy, you could see, you know, their profile, you could see their wins and their losses and everything like that and what they had in their profile. I don't know. It's almost like feels bad though. And I don't know if they want to hurt anybody's feelings cuz now you can click on your friend and be like, "Oh, that guy's like only ever got to bronze five
2: <laughs> i mean it it looks like it's i don't want to display that that's funny it looks like it's in game though so
0: i don't know that was in game too <laughs> on star crafting in game
2: oh. uh yeah so it will show the current rank in both constructed standard and wild current battlegrounds rating current duels rating total number of wins in arena class levels and number of wins per class next card reward for classes under level 60 and progress towards golden portrait for classes at level 60. I think Uh, it's
1: cool because it replaces, um, the, my month in hearthstone. So at least there's something to look at.
2: I mean, they said at some point they wanted to do those, but I don't know. Uh, also this says that, um, all of this stuff is going live November 11th or November 12th. Um, uh, it looks like there's also a new quest system revamp, um, uh, quests now awarding XP on the reward track. They've yeah. Also added weekly quests. They can be re Um, you'll get three new weekly quests to complete, which are a little bit more difficult than average daily quests. You can re-roll them. Uh, they will also, they said that now when they give you legendary quests, they will not override your daily quest. There'll be special events. One
0: thing I really took away from this was they said, if you miss your daily quest, you're not just out of luck on that, like, you can make up for it later. So they they said you can sort of focus on when within the expansion you can play. So say you take a week off and you missed a bunch of 60 gold quests, it. They stated in the reveal stream that you can make up for that later, like they'll add them in at some other point. I don't know how exactly they're gonna do it, but like you go on vacation, you're not you know screwed because you you missed all those quests. you can make up for it afterwards somehow like maybe mm. they'll double up on gold like or hmm. experience. I'm not sure how, but they're they're uh, because that's one thing that always bugged me, right? like I'll want to go to bed and I know I have three quests sitting there, and I, I want to go to bed, but it's like, oh You don't
2: <laughs> want to lose your quests.
0: I gotta go clear the, at least a quest before I go to sleep. Get up. <laughs> Another yep.
3: thing is, and this is for like, there's like three players that are like, oh yeah, that too. Um, if you play on other servers, and uh, mm. this is also really useful for building a collection on other servers too. One thing I've wanted for a long time from Blizzard, and you know, maybe they listen to this. So they they don't listen to me, but if they happen to hear this, uh, I want if you finish top one hundred, legend, you get a golden pack. Okay, it's not going to bankrupt Blizzard, but please Ooh. just give me just give me something. Top maybe top two hundred gets a golden pack because it's leaderboard.
4: You yeah. Know?
3: In wild, we don't get anything. Like like you know what you know what I get I get I get one point on a third party website that ranks everybody <laughs> by number <laughs> of total finishes. That's what I get. Um, I want a golden pack for that but this is really useful for for us players who are just grinding leaderboards for no reason Yeah, Um, we get more stuff on other servers because I'm not going to log into Asia every day you know I'm sorry but I'm not going to do it Mm -hmm. but am I going to play enough in a season to max out the battle pass on Asia well if winning counts (laughs) then then I sure hope so you know Um, same with EU you know and also on NA, it's better, you know? Like, yes, I log yeah, on Hearthstone every day.
0: Hmm? I'm excited for this on um, the multiple accounts thing because I feel like I am always trying to keep up. Like, when I get home from work, I log into one account, I'll clear quests, I go into the other one, I clear quests, I go into the other one, I clear quests, and, like, it, it feels like it's work. Like, going to every single one. Like, I... I could take one weekend and just play EU. I can max out the whole stupid track, right? Like, I feel like that's that's pretty cool. Like, you could do it all, sort of like in like you could focus a certain point of time to like attack a server if you wanted to, right? Yeah. I just yeah, it, it's better when you're playing on multiple servers. You can you can focus like a certain amount of time. You don't feel like. You've missed out on something because you didn't log into Asia this week, right?
3: Yeah, that's and and for me, you know, like I do log a lot of time playing on servers, but personally, I don't play for quests, I I don't even play for the tavern brawl. There'll be entire weeks where I just won't do it. Um, if it doesn't look good, I don't, I won't do it for the pack. Um, so I am looking forward to a system that just rewards like me logging on and grinding in some fashion, Mm -hmm. and also. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, if you want free gold, this new mode as the arena entry fee, uh, I, I'll probably put out a guide on my YouTube channel or something, Mm. that will be free gold. I'm telling you, people are calling Mm -hmm. it random. Mm -hmm. It's not random. Mm -hmm. If you have wild cards and a brain, Mm -hmm. that gold... That is free gold. And I'll I teach both. people how to do it. Yes. <laughs> All right, then you're, then you're in. Then you're yeah. in. Infinite I'm gold. I'm going to be rich. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can farm like 100 gold per hour. It's like 10% as good as going to work, but... <laughs> 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 if, if you work for minimum wage... <laughs> oh,
2: that's good, that's good. <laughs> hey, by the way, it looks like one of the unlockables each month will be a Golden Legendary, which is pretty cool. Uh, we do see on this roadmap here that Silas Darkmoon, uh, Golden Legendary, will be available. So, um, I don't know. some Something interesting. I th- so.
0: so, I was going to say, I, there's also a difference um, because there is the quote-unquote battle pass version that they're going to come up with. There's a complete, like anybody can do this, but they did speak of a battle pass version where you get like bonus XP and sort of extra rewards. I don't know if that comes with, if you pre-purchase the expansion or what comes with when you pay money. Yeah. So (laughs) there there is a bit of a difference, but um, if you were completely free to play, this is full of rewards anyways. So
2: yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited about it and I don't mind dropping 20 bucks on this or whatever it is yeah so, i don't even know if you have to i don't like uh, they, the battle pass you you will but well you know we'll we'll learn more about it later um, i think
3: it comes with the giga bundle does it not you
0: that's really what had- i'm thinking the, the 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 big yeah the mega bundle when you buy because that gives you the battle pass for battlegrounds
3: right
4: yeah oh, I chat's, don't
3: re- chat's saying it doesn't but i, I heard never, they, they seem I to know. imply it was cosmetic only I'm not the type of person to pay for like a cosmetic only battle pass so uh, I I don't it I, I didn't get the impression that you have to pay extra to get like more uh like packs or gold or anything like that outside of the mega bundle which is enough so yeah, it seems fine but there's really like so much information in the announcement that I would have said, if I was in charge, I'm like, this is too much, guys. I'm like, just spread this out. Like, People aren't going to remember. If I was in charge of Blizzard, I didn't need to tell you that much. (laughs) I could have saved a lot of it, but uh, it made me really excited. Mm -hmm. I had not played Hearthstone pretty much at all this week. I took like two consecutive days off of streaming, which for me is crazy. I never do that. Um, And I just wasn't enjoying Wild, but this has... It's given mm-hmm. me a new mode to play. Awesome. It's given me a terrible card to mess around with. <laughs>
0: and also, uh, we got an amazing, amazing intro of Brian Kibler riding a statue at the beginning.
3: <laughs> yes, it was funny. It was funny, the announcement. Like, I didn't see it.
2: Oh, man, it was good. It was actually... I, I recommend watching it. In fact, I'll probably go watch it again oh. because, um, like, like Jack was saying, there was so much... It was there was so much of an information dump. The part that I fast forwarded through was Kibler and Crip playing the dungeon run or with the duels. I started streaming when that happened. Yeah, Yeah, I I
0: didn't didn't watch that part either. I watched the first match and I was sort of done. I am like, I'll just play it myself.
2: What I wish though, and and maybe it's just because this is in beta, like I would love to watch, um, or I would love to play duels against friends, like you can with Battlegrounds. Because uh, right now it's like you play against and, like some rando like right like in an arena, um, and it would be really cool to play against a friend or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but there was so much information that like I, feel hey, I so need to watch it again. I got, a, I got a question. Yeah.
1: Can you challenge a friend who has it in early access? I don't know. I haven't um, tried. Okay.
3: You can't. There's no way to play someone in a duel because. Like there's no way to play your friend in arena. You can't do it.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you can play your friend in tavern brawl.
2: I don't know. They must have some way to do it if uh although I suppose if if they just put Kibbler and Crip were like the only two people on that server yeah. that they were That's naturally going to queue into each other, right?
1: What but I see do? I see what Jack um, is saying because if I queue against Jack for this mode, it's not it's not like we're going to play against each other until one of us loses three times. Well, until I lose three times, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's the thing like on your friends list, like you can go and you can click like I can click on Mike Lowe and go, I challenge you to Taber Brawl or, or I challenge you to Battlegrounds, right? Like there's imagine no way, they added like, duels to it. I don't know if they
3: will or not. I I don't think it's feasible for them to do that. Like I don't like I'm not saying there's no way for them to do it. I could imagine a way that it would play out. But just rather that they won't, right? The same way that mm-hmm. they won't have a friend. Like, yeah, you could make a mode where you, like, go against your friend and you both draft an arena deck and you just play each other until one person loses, but...
0: They've had five years to do that and they haven't.
3: Yeah, not only have they have they not, but also, like, I'm hearing that and I'm like, that sounds boring, you know? Like, you play, <laughs> you play one game versus your friend with the deck you made and then you're like, oh, his deck is better, and then you yeah, have to suffer through two more losses
0: that's what i <laughs> thought about on the stream what like immediately what is kibler versus Crip, i'm like well whoever wins first is probably like just going to win like whoever had the better deck that's how that's how i thought about it i'm like i don't see how this is quite interesting like in arena you move on like wow i just got steamrolled next right if anyone is Mm-mm.
3: curious how they do that by the way pretty much what every dev will do is they'll give you a a separate installation of the game that connects you to a specific server, where it's just you and the other guy. Um,
2: Okay. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense, so that when you queue, it's like there's only one possible person you can queue into. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also
3: so they don't have to release that stuff into the regular game, so people can't data mine it. Um, They'll just, yeah, send you a... Like, it's identical to Hearthstone, but it just puts you on another server and has that stuff on it interesting I, the the re- the reveal stream overall though it was it was really well done you know i there are times in which any person who plays wild at a high level will just not have fun with the game <laughs> that's inevitable yep. but the thing is is if blizzard could have done anything this year to make things better I would say almost everything they have done. Um, oh yeah, it's been a good year. Mm-hmm. It's been a good year because there are a lot of things that they feel are core about Wild, like they will never change Wild as much as they change Standard. No, right? They've said it, and people don't want it. A lot of a lot of players who want it realize that a lot of people really don't want it. So, in terms of keeping with their delight. Keeping with their design philosophy, uh, they're doing a great job. You know, Wild is always going to be definitionally a mode that makes you go crazy if you play it too much against people who really care. Yeah. And if you really care. But outside of that, you know, they've done everything that I would have wanted them to do. So, you know, again, uh, please give me a bundle, but shout out Blizzard. (laughs) See, that's the one thing
0: that that's we have funny. to always remember, right, is wild is supposed to be a place where you can go and play all your old crazy cards. And so when we get a little serious about wild and we want all these balance changes and everything that are going to cater to us, it's not always going to happen 99% of the time, right? Unless something is completely out of control. It's supposed to be a place where you can go and you can play all your old cards. You're not going to be balancing it like standard. It's supposed to be wild. Mm-hmm. And
3: and I don't want it to be standard. I think I think yeah. everybody pretty much... Everybody who really enjoys the format agrees. Like, they want it to be this sort of thing where it's crazy, right? I've got so many games that I've won because because I have the crazy imagination to come up with a situation where the game isn't over, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the case in current standard meta, but most of the time, that's never been the case in standard. But when, when I'm playing Quest Mage and I say okay, let's, you know, and you could have some epic music start playing in the background, like I'm about to rally some <laughs> troops. I'm like, we need to draw Sorcerer's Apprentice off the top. We need to play Evocation. It needs to give us Ice Block, Frost Nova, Mirror Image, you know, Magic <laughs> Trick. Yeah. <laughs> and <the laughs> Book of Spectres into three giants. And, and then you just do it, you mm-hmm. know, and that's not something that you'll ever see in Standard. Um, but there's no better feeling. Right You can't mm-hmm. get that sort of excitement anywhere else, yeah,
1: agreed i agree a thousand percent that's so true
3: also, it's much mm. easier. I like the big <laughs> the, the small number next to my name that I couldn't get in standard <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, do you guys have anything else about this achievement system or anything before we get into uh we got one last little bit of news and then talking about our deck
0: of the week? Uh I don't think hmm. so. I think I'm I'm done yep. with the progression system myself. All right, then I'm going to pass the mic to
2: Mike about this tournament that we're doing this weekend.
1: Yes. So um let me grab this link in Battlefy. So, Sunday at 3 o'clock, we'll be starting the uh, our first tournament for Born to be Wild. We're calling it the uh, 2020 Halloween Bash. Um, we're calling it that because the cards that are eligible for this tournament are legendary, epic, and common. That's right. Legendary, epic, and common. No rares, no basics. So, I'm really curious to see what kind of crazy madness comes this weekend. I want to use other words, but we're PG. Yeah, purple baby.
2: purple and orange? Purple, orange, and, and white, right? That's, yeah. that's pretty good. I like the theme. Uh, otherwise, we'd be, see a bunch of uh, Reno Priest uh, mirror matches, right?
1: Yep. That's all you'd see. That's all you would see.
2: So it's this For weekend, uh, this weekend, this Sunday. It's uh, 12 o'clock, noon Pacific, 3, mm-hmm. 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, there's links um, in, in the chat right now. There will be mm-hmm. links in the show notes. If I can get them out quick enough, there will be links in our Discord there are already links in the Discord. I think there's links on our uh, Twitter. So, yeah, there's already a handful of people registered, but if anyone wants to play, um, I'm still working on prizes. I would like to try to get something. I don't have anything, like, guaranteed. But um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, this should be fun. And if nothing else, you know, I think uh, the folks in our community have been asking for a while, like, oh, we like that idea. So this is something, yeah. and I'm not quite sure how often we'll do it, but, you know, we'll see if there's people interested Um and I think well, yeah.
1: Could... Um, I, I was gonna say, for me, um, I'll put in the time, and I can at least do these once a month. I know there's a lot of people out there who ask for wild tournaments. I know this Sunday and the timing doesn't work out for some people, but we will put these on once a month. I will make sure to dedicate my time to make sure that these go out and these happen. Um, they there may not be prizes every month. We'll try to make that happen. Try to try to work with some people to get that going, but. Um, I'm willing to do any kind of different tournaments, restrictions, any kind of crazy uh, lists people want to do. Um, there are a lot of creative people out there who have different ideas. So anybody who has ideas, who has an idea come into the discord and um, I'd be glad to discuss it in a healthy way. Um, I know there are some people before kind of, uh, you know, bumping elbows and pushing each other over to get their idea out there. So I had to kind of tone it down and just switch what this tournament's going to be from the original idea. But, um, I would love to get more people, more ideas from people, and um, keep these things going. Definitely, I yeah,
3: have it should to be cool. give you a ton of ideas on on some interesting formats for wild tournaments. Okay, I think I not many people actually compete in wild. Really, there's like not much competition. I think the only thing that's going right now is the team Hearth Legends League. Yep, um, league series which, format. Yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> I I don't know if you guys have talked about it on. The podcast
2: before <clears throat> we've uh mike's in it and uh, i've been in it at one point yeah craig craig and i played last we played the first season and we got to the we got to the playoffs and then we lost in the playoffs
1: but uh
2: yeah that was uh it was pretty fun and so yeah i'm kicking myself yeah
1: so i started trip. i started this season i had to take a step back um but i'm planning to come back in the future definitely I'm but yeah sure. THL was awesome
3: I'm pretty sure your boy is number one in the wild league right now. Oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's honestly very easy. <laughs> every week I just look at my opponent and I just counterpick mm-hmm. every one of their decks. And it just works. <laughs> because the yep. good players bring the same thing over and over. You just counterpick and build around a ban. And it's like you've done more work than most players. So. Uh I'm five and one and it's because I brought a really bad lineup last week and I got super high rolled by an aggro noob. Um oh. <laughs> it happens, it happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Good
1: for him for her. her.
3: <laughs> or them. I mean Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh yeah hey, dude, I, I you should say, totally
1: play. <laughs> I gotta say real quick, um uh last season when it was just three man teams me doc and sheep when we came across memnarch's team and jack you know we leading up to that like we left we definitely were like the underdogs going into the f- end of the season like every week we literally had to like triple train cuz we were just like we're not notable we're not like you know top names but we have some skill so we got to basically play with n- little errors Cause we're not gonna like outthink them, outskill them, like you know what I'm saying, Jack. So like, we basically had to make the least amount of errors to even win that series. So like, that that was just crazy. Like playing playing you guys this past summer, like that was probably my favorite my favorite like time to play Hearthstone. Period. Like somehow somehow I got a win against Memark. He he might have let me win. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Memnark's really good at throwing his THL games. I'm sorry, but there's he's so G- many, There's so many weeks where he's like, "Oh, lost one and three. It's like again, bro. This is not. This is not an incident. This is a pattern. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, he's in chat right now. Memnark, do you want to respond? Uh-oh. He knows it. He knows
0: it, dude. helping her friends.
2: Oh, that's funny. Someone <laughs> that's had to fun. say something. To our team. <laughs> well this this should be uh this should be pretty fun so if anybody wants to i one thing that we didn't discuss was that um the plan was to stream the top eight uh and i think mike and i will be casting so it should be fun mm-hmm. should be fun
1: yeah i'm excited yeah gonna be great and then right after that i'll be streaming some uh Hearthstone duels you know maybe. nice nice Sorry, shameless plug. Sorry, continue the
2: show. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's about it. I mean, if anyone wants any more information about it, again, it's in our Discord. It's on our uh, Twitter. You can hit up me. You can hit up Mike. We can point you in the right direction. Hydra, I don't know. Are you going to Are you gonna be around for this?
0: Uh, I'm definitely going to try to tune in for sure. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to. I might be able to tune in and cast, but it's at noon, so we'll see. My, I know my wife has a friend that's going to be visiting that afternoon. So,
2: does uh, does she like Hearthstone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nate's she, trying to get the viewership.
2: I'm playing. I'm <laughs> playing. She can cast. Uh,
0: we'll trade. <clears throat> maybe I'll steal. Uh, my, I bought my wife a gaming laptop recently. I'll maybe I uh, get a oh. uh, Hearthstone on it, and I'll, maybe I'll hide out in the bedroom. And that's funny. Yeah, she. I bought her a laptop, and then uh, we just had her anniversary, by the way. Uh, So she she bought me a gaming chair. You can't really see it because I don't know the green screen sort of messes with it. But like, I got my feet up. I got a vibrator. I mean, whoa, (laughs) whoa.
1: Uh...
2: Where's Jack's? Where's the beep when we need it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we need that. You got a what?
0: I'm just saying, I got a pretty cool wife that bought me a nice present. I revealed it. So I got this. Be really, too safe. I got a really big.
3: Oh, thanks. There it is. <laughs> I pressed the mute button on my mic, which mutes the beep. Instead, <laughs> they're right next to each other. It's it's, it's a real and it problem.
1: So much. Anyway, oh, that's too
0: funny. Yeah, no, no, it, it's pretty sweet. My wife's great. She got me a nice chair. She knows I like to play my games and do my show. So hey, that's pretty-
2: cool. That's very cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, How about know. we talk about this sweet deck that uh, Jack is bringing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was
2: looking at this. I was like, oh, cool. It's
0: Reno lock. And I was like,
2: oh, oh, this is like mm. hate lock. I don't know what else to call it. Right. <laughs> this is like, I'm going to counter cue everybody. Uh, so this is, I, I was calling it a treachery list. You, I saw you were calling it, um, like fell reaver, right? And yeah. so there is some spicy combos in here. The more I look at it, uh, I'm going to read through the list real quick because a good portion of our audience, uh, listen to the audio version of the podcast. Uh, we will put the, um, the list in the show notes and the website and everywhere else. But, uh, for those people purely listening, Here's the list. It's a Reno deck, so these are all one of each card. Um, Ray's Dead, Cobalt Librarian, Mistress of Mixtures, Mortal Coil, Plague of Flames, Sir Finley Mergleton, Tour Guide, Unstable, Felbolt, Defile, Dirty Rat, Gnome Feratu, Galaka Crawler, Grizzled Wizard, Zephyrs the Great, Brand Bronzebeard, Dark Skies, Treachery, Zola the Gorgon, Kazakus, Voidcaller. Fell Reaver, Emperor Thoracin, Reno Jackson, Lord Godfrey, Valdris, Felgore, Archwitch Willow, Enhanced Dreadlord Melganis, Voidlord, and Bloodreaver Goldan. Uh, yeah, this is spicy meatball jack. Um Oh yeah. I don't know what else to say. How come Hey, how come you didn't put uh, um Oh, never mind. No, no, no. Obviously, no it's all here. It's all here. So I see there's a couple pretty crazy combos in here. Uh, mm. In particular, you've got you've got the Sir Finley Grizzled Wiz so you can swap their hero power if you want to hate on the Reno Priest a little bit. Um, we do. We do. We've got... You want to make them... Hey, somebody plays Polkelt. Hey, uh, maybe I'll brand too. <laughs> That's, mm. you know, get them to discard awesome. a couple of key cards. Yeah. Uh, but the real spice here, I think, is the... Like the Fell Reaver Treachery combo. So you want to give them... I Presumably, right, you give them the Fell Reaver... Well, you play Emperor Thoris in first, right? You get all these one-mana cost Typically. cards down to zero. You would play the Fel Reaver, the Treachery, to give it to them and then make them discard or, like, mill their entire deck. It sounds yes. pretty good.
3: So I've got a lot of clips on my YouTube of me just basically like, if you get the right hand and you just discount on, like, 8 or something like that, before turn 10, you can just delete your opponent's deck, right? Like, they can have 18 cards, it doesn't matter, they're gone. Um, And it really doesn't matter how many cards they have, like, if you delete a third plus of your opponent's deck, anything from, like, 9 to, what would it be, 15 cards, it's really hard to lose after you do that to somebody and stabilize on board. Mm -hmm. So... Basically, it's just the premise that you have, like, a bunch of late-game win conditions versus every deck. Um, and also, it carries the early game, because it car- it contains the exact same early game as any Reno Lock would. Yeah. In fact, it's a little bit more... This is kind of crazy, but, like, there's so little mid-range in Wild that you really can just go bottom-end, top-end. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. You know, Q Block is the only mid range, and Q Block gives us a little bit of trouble, but we're a Reno deck. We can just high roll with Kazakis, Zephyrs, whatever. And if we just make it to 10, you know, we're going to delete your Goldan, We're going to delete your Malganus. We're going to delete everything. It's mm-hmm. not going to be there. Like, you can. And, and another thing is that this deck gets to run Valdris. And other Reno Lock decks don't get to run Valdris because when you play it, all of a sudden, you're massively behind in fatigue. You tap the whole game, and then you draw four. Okay, well now you're like ten cards behind in fatigue, so if you ever make it there, you're going to lose. You know, you can try and stabilize, and sometimes you do with Goldan, but this deck means that you can Valdris. You can draw till the very last card if you want, because your opponent's not going to have a deck to play with, and you'll have everything. Um, (laughs) And then also, like, I just love tech cards so we have pretty much every tech card in the book here we don't have weapon destruction because i just don't need it at my rank like i don't see secret mage yeah i see q block sometimes but like you know whatever (laughs) i guess uh you know it's hard to win if they get skull early and like you're not always going to have the weapon destruction if you wanted to change out cards right now i'm trying glacial shard i think the the one mana freeze instead of <laughs> mortal coil because one thing i found is that it, it's very difficult to play the fell reaver combo if you can't guarantee that it's not going to hit you in the face next turn so mm. glacial shard is another way instead of having plague right sometimes plague is just such a good card that you have to play it before or you haven't found it yet oh. that way you don't need plague to play the fell reaver combo so the Fel Reaver stays up, but it's frozen. Um, Mortal Coil is good, but Glacial Shard is probably better. And also, you can do like cool, like funny things against it with Kingsbane. <laughs> um, yeah. There's so much aggro druid on ladder that we play Galaka Crawler and also for the rogues. Um, yeah, it just contains a little bit of everything. And the thing about Wild is that the. The game's already coming down to if you're going to draw the right stuff anyway, so you might as well just play insta-wins versus every deck, and then hard mole for your insta-wins, and then just tap every turn until you get them. Uh, it's a silly concept, but this is that concept taken to the absolute extreme, and it it works. Uh, mm-hmm. When I first created the deck and people didn't know what they were playing against, and it might be more fun if we play this in one of your guys' accounts, because people know what to expect from me, and it's much less interesting <laughs> if people know what you're playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, th- this is a... One thing that I love about Reno decks is they really do benefit from the element of surprise. Uh, if you don't want to play Fel Reaver Treachery, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but if, if you wanted to play something else, you can actually play the old Leroy Faceless Power Overwhelming combo.
2: Yeah, Gould Daniel and I were talking oh. about that last night. We were and talking not, about it
3: last night. It's And the yeah. funny thing is it's not good, but it is unexpected. And that counts for good. <laughs> it yeah. It's good though. Like if your opponent literally like cannot predict it, then it's good. Um so I have so many games where people don't feel scared at 22 versus Reno Lock and then all of a sudden you just you just kill them with Leroy Pio's efforts into Wind Fury on 9. They just die and they had no idea they were even close to being in trouble um you can surprise people with that too so this deck definitely benefits from the element of surprise when i first played it i went like 90% win rate over an entire night and i had like a 12 game win streak i linked the tweet in chat but that's amazing oh yeah i yeah, see it there i went 15 <laughs> and 2 with it 15 <laughs> and 2 with it on my first night i went straight from uh 320 legend to 96 legend
2: Nice, nice. Uh but no I agree. I think if people you know, like you were saying, especially at Top Legend, like you're s a known quantity, it was we'll jam it, it with um uh, with Mike or Hydra probably and I don't know. Like where Mike were you around D somewhere between D five and D three, right around there. Hydra <coughs> where are we at like right a little bit before D five?
0: I mean uh yeah. D six, okay,
1: yeah. Uh, for me, I I might not be able to play because I don't have four of these cards.
2: Okay, Hydra,
1: do yeah. you have them? Yeah, I have everything. Oh, but you can, well, I we to, can we can champion yours. I might need to.
2: Aramore is calling these. it uh, Swiss Army Hate Lock. That's pretty funny. Uh, Swiss Army. <laughs> There's yeah no I mean this is pretty cool. It, it essentially mm. is. Um, I mean, it's
3: very versatile too. Uh, Yeah, I just called this deck Jack Warlock I just want people to know that I made it, honestly Just an ego thing, so I called it Jack Warlock That's pretty funny I've actually played a bunch of games (laughs) against it Which sounds cool, but like Oh my god, if you could ever choose a deck to invent and then not want to play against it (laughs) This is the one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the mirror match is not fun. It is not a fun mirror match. And you know what? It's not fun to play against as any other deck either. <laughs> it 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 wins the zero sum game of fun in Hearthstone. <laughs> There's only so much fun to go around, and I'm gonna take all of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's I'm excited to see this. Yeah, me too.
2: Is there anything about the deck? I mean, so for the folks listening, uh, each week we have a deck of the week. We will talk about it here on the show. And then after the show, the main part of the show is over, we'll go um, on the wild ladder and do kind of the co-op portion of the game, record it for YouTube, and do a sort of deck spotlight co-op, if you will. Um, And so I highly recommend those of you watching or listening to this to stay tuned for the other part if you're an audio listener check out our youtube page and watch it there so that you because it's one thing to talk about a deck but it's something different when you see it in action and so um it should be pretty fun jack is there anything about this deck that is not um evident by like looking at the cards like you would ask like why is that there um i don't know so
3: yeah, I, I mean, I guess I would just make a couple notes about, like, how to play the deck, because yeah, a lot of people are going to get it wrong. And so the, the, the very important thing to emphasize is when I said, like, I put in one of everything so that you can hard mull for that, that's how you play this deck. Like, you don't just take what the mulligan gives you, you look for what you want, and you toss everything else. Um, uh, so what do you, you want? will play this deck much better if you have that attitude and honestly almost every single deck in wild plays that way whether you realize it or not and more people need that attitude in general but this deck um, it works for me because I always do this Right, that's the way I play wild and it's a big part of my success because it's not my raw calculation or the fact that I never make misplays you know I miss lethal all the time on stream it, it happens all the time but i you'll never see me miss a mulligan where i know what my opponent is playing i will never mulligan wrong um and that's super worthwhile so uh pay very close attention to your mulligan because the game's probably over when you're done with that is the yeah. mulligan uh in this deck is it matchup
2: specific or are you just looking for your specific combo pieces
3: it's super matchup specific, so it's, it's so detailed that, like, I couldn't give you a rundown right now, and even if I wanted and had the time to do it, I still couldn't, because I'd have to, like, think about it and write it down, but, <laughs> like, against Priest, for example, against Priest, there's only four cards in the entire deck that you're ever gonna keep. You're gonna keep Gnome for A2, Finley, Wizard, and Zeph. That's it. Every other card is a, is a toss, no matter what. Um, because that's the way you win the game, right? When they have their Priest hero power up, you're gonna die if you don't delete it instantly. Um, but if they play Polkelt, you delete the the Anduin, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and then Zeph, you use Zeph ramp so that you have more mana to draw faster. Um, Mm -hmm. so, like, you don't, you're not keeping the Zeph for something later, you're keeping the Zeph to play Wild Growth on three, specifically against Priest, um, that's the big one on ladder, and that's gonna win people a lot of games and if you're playing this deck, then you probably hate priest uh <laughs> anyway so yeah. that that's the big advice that I would give um and then like the rest of the deck should be pretty self evident um another thing I do is that if you are an experienced Reno lock player, you're really used to holding on to your combo pieces that aren't fell Reaver treachery um for me, I play a lot of Reno Lock. I've got rank one legend Reno Lock, which is like it's, it's, Like I ha hate to do this, but it's very impressive. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it, it sucks. It's not a very, it's not like a, a super meta deck. Um so in old Reno Lock, you hold on to Gnome Frauntu like game, and then at the end you delete it to get back ahead and fatigue. Not with this version. Everything else, just throw out like a madman. Mm-hmm. Especially like like Tempo Brand on three, because your opponent's gonna gonna <laughs> themselves when they see it. You know, they overreact. So feel free to just throw out combo pieces willy nilly, except for the Fel Reaver Treachery, because that's so winning that you can throw everything else in in expectation. Sure. Of okay.
2: Well. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that, and I think there's some cards here that, like, I mean, the deck. Like, someone called it Swiss Army. It's very versatile, right? I could play Zola on just about anything. Hey, you want an extra uh, Zephyrs? You want an extra Kazakas? You want an extra Void Call? Whatever it is, like, you
3: want an extra Reno Jackson? Yeah. Whatever. Um, and typically, you would you would have been bound in the past to only use it on Nome Ferratu against right. most decks. Right. Right. And and if, you, and if you used it on something else, you were giving up a big combo that you had. Now, you literally just have to discount Fel Reaver and Treachery, and then your cards are the combo. Just any cards. Like, just the cards that you don't want. You know, you're not going to delete their hero power this game, or you're towards the end of your deck? Okay, just play Finley. You mm-hmm. know, just play Grizzled Wizard. You don't need it. Whatever. Um, and then their deck is gone. Um, the one <laughs> big weakness of this deck, though, and this is something that you have to be careful about, and it's just a weakness of the deck, is that the river Treachery combo uses so many cards that most of the time, like, you would be real surprised how much tempo wild decks can generate out of one hand, and, like, six turns until they die of fatigue. A, a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So, you know just be wary of when you're comboing them it may be better to hold off like two turns if it means you're much more likely to stabilize against the hand that they have yeah. um just because of the 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 crazy amount of resources that you have to dump to delete an entire deck it's just the way just the way it is you know cool very cool
2: let's see I'm trying to think if there's anything else here. I mean, you almost have a uh, so, sort of your uh, you know, your high-end demons with your goldan as like a, a
3: almost like an alternate win con here. So this deck actually works without any demons whatsoever. That's if you funny. Were t- if you take all of the demon cards and replace them with pull kelt and a bunch of early game removals, it's not quite as good, but it's much more focused on the combo if you care about that. Um, yeah, I tried it and it's not quite as competitive, but it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Because uh, if you remove hey, the top and stuff, Valdris actually just draws you the whole combo after Polkelt. That
2: makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Sweet.
2: Hey um in the discord someone had wanted us to ask you and this is completely off topic but um how bad do you think the evocation nerf hits quest
3: mage since you Oh you the, don't
2: since you're the yeah. king of
3: quest mage. Yeah, um so you don't play it in the deck anymore. Reno priest or quest mage. I'm pretty sure you don't play it. Um you know, just too expensive like by itself it sucks. Like if you don't have a sorcerers it sucks and if you have a sorcerers it's like really bulky on your hand and mana without being super redeeming for it. Um, I think, you know, sometimes randomly generated, you'll play it, but it knocks the deck down quite a bit because a lot of people didn't realize and they didn't play this way, but Evocation was so good that you actually kept it in every matchup, first or second, no matter what. It was one of the only cards in the deck that you did that. Um, Your two drops, obviously, and cyclone i think we're the only ones that also fell under that category um which means it was a very very powerful card um and now it's not so the deck the deck takes a big hit i'd say it's bottom tier two now um i have a definitive wild meta report on my channel this really doesn't change that much these recent updates but i'm probably going to do another meta report soon but I'll play around with it some more to see if the meta changed. Like, people like to counter quest mage with, like, Priest, and so, like, maybe if there's less quest mage, there's less counters going around, but it's such a hard deck to counter that it kind of exists in its own position in the meta, regardless of what other people are playing, and there's so much aggro going around that I can't imagine it's much better than, like, low to mid-tier 2, and in most players' hands not even that unfortunately.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Very cool. All right, well, I think we're pretty much at the towards the end of the show where we can start wrapping things up and then take this for a little spin. So, um uh, let's let's sort of wrap things up again and and I would say Jack, a big giant thank you to you for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's been a blast. It's good getting to know you better and, and chatting and, and learning from you. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for taking time out of your night to hang out with us. Um, where can people find you if they're looking for your content?
3: Yeah, so um, whatever platform you're looking for, if you just look up J-R-H-S-K-8, you'll find me. But also, I'm like kind of big enough these days that you can google like Jack hearthstone and you'll find it too um so uh-huh. you know like whatever you feel like searching for you can find me the big ones if I wanted people to follow me would be would be twitch and YouTube and those will redirect you to the rest of the stuff anyway um but thank you guys so much for having me on you know I like to be involved in the wild community, and I'm so glad that I could give you this YouTube advice and yeah, okay. I will be I will be. So ecstatic, so giddy, like a child. If I see that you follow my advice in in in, in any way whatsoever, because nobody has. R- r- like I- I'm serious, zero people. And I've told this to like t- twenty plus, no doubt. And so, the fact that you asked, I'm very excited. Uh, and you know, I mean, what a what a great time in Hearthstone to be on the show. You know, if if you had had me on last week, I'd be like, well, you know, Meta's 100% Reno Priest and Aggro. The games trash you know like (laughs) ask me when the expansion is released but this week no better time so yeah thank you for having me yeah
2: Yeah. absolutely Uh, so for everyone else um, hey Mike where can people find you if they're looking to uh, watch your content or interact with you
1: yeah, so uh, just like Jack said, I'm getting pretty big now. Just go to Google, type in Mike Lowe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Nah, not whatsoever. <laughs> I tried that
3: earlier. It didn't work, unfortunately. No, nah.
1: nah, it was a bunch of like white dudes and police officers. It's not me. Nah. <laughs> All right, so you can catch me here Friday night like normal. Uh, Born to Wild podcast, live, 9 p.m. Eastern. Catch me on Twitter, uh, at Mike TV. I uh, set up a new link tree, so right on my Twitter click that link tree link and I'll have links to all the stuff that I'm doing currently involved in um, but one thing I want to push uh, catch me on TV slash michaelotv um, I am a Jack Harris approved stream you know so definitely <laughs> some wild content you want to come check out um, if Jack is on I'll send you to go watch him normally I, I try to rate him if I'm on that late but uh, check me out there
2: very cool Hydra. what about you where can people find you
1: well, you can always find me
0: here every single Friday night doing Born to be Wild podcast. You can also find me on Twitch and Twitter at Hydralisk underscore HS. And quick reminder, if anybody wants to play in the tournament, hit up Mr. Mike Lowe mm-hmm. uh, tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, so hit him up.
2: Yep, yep. Uh, as for me, um, I'm the most active on Twitter. You can find me at TCG. It's N-A-T-E W O L F E T C G more importantly you can find the show and everything show related on our website it's born to be wild don't forget the hs or you'll be in for an unpleasant or maybe pleasant surprise and uh, <laughs> when you go to the website again it's born to be wild all of our stuff is there so um, we will have um, <clears throat> We've got links to our YouTube, links to the Discord if you want to interact with the community. Um, You want to interact with us, all all of the links are on the website. Uh, And again, yes, someone had asked in the chat, uh, are we streaming the tournament this weekend? The answer is yes. Uh, We will be streaming it and casting it as well. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, The last thing that I have for you guys, and I did actually want to give a big shout out also to... um, Goliath the dwarf, who has provided vocals to this week's song, that's pretty exciting. Uh, but we, but before we um, jump into that, as a longstanding tradition, uh, I have to ask you guys a quick question. And now,
1: unrelated advice
4: with Nate Wolf.
2: And so, this question, uh, little to his. Uh, knowledge was supplied by jack so i'll ask him first hey jack why are restaurant burritos better than homemade burritos
3: i haven't watched the video (laughs) it's probably butter anything made in restaurants is covered in butter uh which is why it tastes so good i actually cook at home all the time i'm lactose intolerant but i promise you it's butter
2: (laughs) hey the the old paladin recipe (laughs) Hydra, <laughs> what do you think why are restaurant burritos better than homemade burritos
0: <laughs> I'm just going to go with the grease man
2: it's, it's
0: got to be the grease I, I make that stuff at home and it's all way too healthy the grease is just it's, it's, it's what it it's what it's made of that's funny Mike
2: what do you think
1: um, Jack said it I worked in food industry for 15 out of my 33 years being alive uh butter pretty much is on a lot of things just smother it and just cook it in it and it's you know i'm saying it's all the flavors and that's easily it so i'm just gonna ride jack's coattail and it's it's the butter yeah
2: yeah wiser words were never spoken and you heard that on born to be wild
5: Tiny golden cards are glowing. Map with arcane dust. Pricey, pricey. Open random packs. Lucky, lucky. Slot them in your deck. Happy. Happy. Lay them on the board where collection show spells and minions shine. Shiny golden minions in your shiny golden spell cards in your shiny golden heroes glowing, sparkling in your tray. Love them, love them. Get 500 wins. Rank it, rank it. Hero powers gleam. Happy, happy mission shine Bring the heart to life Golden heroes shine Shiny golden heroes in your shine Shiny golden heroes in your tray. shiny golden heroes moving Well, Here we go. Shiny golden minions in your hand. shiny golden spell cards in your hand. shiny golden heroes glowing shiny golden heroes in your shiny ring. golden weapons at your shine. shiny golden heroes Shiny golds and minions in your hand. Shiny golden spell cards in your hand. Shiny golden heroes glowing. Shiny golden minions in your hand. Shiny golden spell cards in your hand. Shiny golden Frozen